0: Pedestal listeners, today's episode is being brought to you by Stars on Crave. This week's movie, Seven, and in fact, every movie we do from now on is available to stream right now on Stars, home to some of the biggest hit movies. Go to crave.ca to sign up and try it out for a week. And now, on to the show.
1: You're listening to The Pedestal from Mike on Much, presented by Much Studios.
0: Welcome to the pedestal. I am Mike Vierman. We are here with Shane Cunningham, who also joins me on the Mike Much podcast. Of course, we are joined by our other co-host, award-winning director, writer, producer, and Mensa member, John Poplis. also very tall. Yep. But we are not the only ones here today. <laughs> we are very, very pleased to welcome an actress, model, television personality. She's appeared on The Bold and the Beautiful, James Corden, Entertainment Tonight. She is a special correspondent for Inside Edition, and she is someone who has the unique experience of knowing what it is like to truly go viral as she made international news from the red carpet of the Golden Globes where she became affectionately nosed as a water girl. (laughs) 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 You almost nailed that. Almost.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Effectively, affectionately nosed? No, no. Eh. You flatter me so.
0: Big, big year uh, for you. I, I feel like I've seen you in everything. Uh, but I just want to welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks.
2: Cuthbert. Thanks for having me guys. So great to have you. Thanks for Thanks. coming. Appreciate Thank it. you.
0: You're pretty tall too.
2: I am. It's yeah. partly the shoes, but you're oh, very tall. Yeah. You're shocking. I wasn't expecting that.
3: <laughs> How tall are we talking here?
2: I'm five foot nine.
3: Oh, that's a good height.
2: It's, it's, yeah. you know, I can see stuff. Mm-hmm. See, I can see through a crowd.
3: Makes concerts yeah. easier. It does. It does. Yeah. It's
2: like the one area that has ma- been very
0: useful. Imagine if you guys were at a festival and she was on your shoulders. People I feel would like, hate hmm. us. Yeah. yeah. They would hate us. It would yeah. be like massive. Yeah. yeah, huge. Yeah.
1: People at concerts are, like, are very, constantly like tapping me on the back, being like, can we move, please? And I'm like,
0: <laughs> like at I'm
1: some point, <laughs> I, where am I going to stand? Yeah, I got to stand
0: somewhere. You also kind of embrace your 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 big guy stuff. You like to, you know, put the shoulders out. I do. Yeah, you do. I yeah, <laughs> really do. I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So thank you for coming on uh, the pedestal, it's so great to have you, um, you are an actor as well so you're in the industry, you've been a model uh, for a very long time, Yeah, we actually shot a couple commercials together we like did. four or five so years fun. ago, I know, I Wild. still love them, yeah they're great and you were amazing in them and you're, you're great on set, <laughs> thank you, but good uh, directing, oh thanks, did Mike uh, start your career?
2: I think that's <laughs> I the think day that's... it began, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment, yeah, <laughs>
1: What um, kind of director is Mike? We had a, a friend of mine who talked about the kind of director I was uh, mm. the last time we worked together. It was kind of... so
2: long ago, but I remember you being really organized and oh. like efficient, super nice, friendly. Yeah, Thank just you. just good to work with.
0: We never talk about what a good director Mike is, and Mike's a fantastic <laughs> director. He uh, is. I like to keep a loose set. I like everyone to feel good and happy. And I uh, remember it
2: being really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. like
0: good energy, because sometimes things can get like, we're behind, or it's bad energy, right. or it's weird. No, I never felt that, yeah. yeah.
2: There's never like that, that set stress that you right. feel.
0: Exactly. Um so like I said this like last year's been a like huge for you. Uh, cuz also it been so a wild year. <laughs> it's been a wild year. So you also were in uh, in Arkell's uh, video and Max Yes. Who's I've been Arkell's. in uh,
2: two of them, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you were definitely in what was, that? was it was 11 11, 11, 11, 11 the and store. then
2: Pulling Punches was the first one I did.
0: Oh my god, I forgot. Just like
2: like teeny like little cameo. Were you yeah. the uh,
3: like uh I'm
2: the wife. The wife, the wife of the boxer, Nick.
3: Nick, next oh. wife. They yeah. made Nick shirtless. Go shirtless I'm crying in
2: it, holding a baby, <laughs> wow. cheering for him. Just like little, like brief flashes of me, but it's super fun.
0: Yeah, go back, look up those two videos. Uh, we'll probably post the commercials we did together. They were holiday rabbit what was it called I can't remember it was for a commercial. Uh, yeah, yeah. shot one right it was and a Christ- the right Christmas thing, thing. With the yeah. Santa Claus with the- Santa. Sammy and Pasha <laughs> I think I used two years in a row right right, yeah. right 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 <laughs> yeah it was like Rockstar Santa and he had yeah. like a swinging a, a milk bottle the of the Jack big Daniels jingle or the, yeah. big, uh...
2: the big jingle yeah that's that what was. it was yep. yeah. yeah
0: good stuff but uh, like I said in this last year uh, you've exploded because like I said I, I knew you from when we did the commercial and then we knew that you were in a couple of Kells videos and then you became an internationally sort of famous person what is that and seemingly overnight even though you've been working for a right. decade
2: as <laughs> an Isn't that a weird the most thing?
3: famous person in the world for 24
2: hours? For like, yeah, a good, a solid second there. <laughs> mm,
3: yeah. What Which is that? That's huge. Yeah, I had wh-
2: paparazzi in my driveway for one whole day. Really? That's <laughs> amazing.
3: <laughs> That's so <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> Were you loving it?
2: Well, I was a little concerned how they found my address, I will say. It was like, Like Whoa. too quickly? I was like, you know, going to do my typical morning walk with my dogs, no makeup, hair looking like shit, wearing pajamas, <laughs> and I like stepped out and I was like, nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Were you on TMZ? Uh, I
2: th- I Think there were stories about me. I don't know. Right. Oh, they caught me once in an airport going to the uh White House Correspondents Dinner, which Whoa. Yeah, why would I be at that? Isn't that insane? You, you, know? you went you were, to that? Were
0: you at the Michelle Wolf one where she got in trouble for making no, fun of Sanders? No, I was Sanders? at the,
2: the next year. Oh, did,
0: right. They yeah. didn't Hassan have Minaj comedians that, that year. They time. didn't
2: because of because of wow. that. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah, cool still. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So no comedians at the one you
2: went to. No. You
0: got in too late.
2: I no, provided Hassan I, Hassan did I provided the entertainment. an
1: anti one, I think. He did like one opposing it with I
2: think so. uh, Trump, I was,
0: Trump wasn't there though,
1: right? No. That's, he didn't
2: attend no, he never on purpose.
0: he um, uh, Were you speaking or were you just hanging out? No,
2: just hanging out. I just uh, was along for the ride. It was quite the people watching, I will say. <laughs> Did
0: you find because of sort of the, the immense notoriety you had that you just ended up being at a million events? Like it was like, it, it, was for there it, almost too many things to sort of even go to?
2: A little bit. For a little bit there, yeah. I'm kind of a homebody, so I can't say I went to, to that much of the things that I was invited to. Uh, I kind of just like to be home with my dogs. Yeah. kind of a loser in that way, but uh, I dogs did. Are yeah, great, man. they're great. They're the best. I got
3: a poodle. She's oh. the best. What's her name? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Aww. laughs> I love you. Who's the most famous person that came up to you and was doing the whole like you have to photobomb me thing? Because I'm assuming <laughs> oh, everyone yeah. was doing that. Who's to you? bringing you
1: like a, a bottle wa- bottle of water and saying photobomb me?
2: I don't think that happened at all.
3: No one. 18?
2: No, no. I would just because it was just also. What a waste! I thought I saw you in like
3: <laughs> a picture with John Legend or something, and you're in photobombing.
2: Oh no, it was a cardboard cutout of me. Oh. that he was walking in front of.
3: Right. They
0: do a good it. job with those cardboard cutouts. You get tricked by that all the time. He's like, I saw this super professional shoot. <laughs> 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 it's it's all right.
2: I, I once drove past a field where there was a cardboard cutout of an antelope, and I got really excited thinking like, wow, look at this amazing creature. <laughs> and then it was, yeah, it was a Stop sign. the car, <laughs> stop <laughs> the car. Yeah. It's like, why would it be here?
0: Do you have any good celebrity encounter stories?
2: Uh... I used to do a lot of bartending, where I would work in like celebrity homes, lots of those events. Oh. So I feel like I've seen a lot of people in those settings, but sadly had to sign a lot of NDAs. Yeah. So those stories are top secret. That's
0: such a fascinating gig. Is that because you're you're in LA, right? You're based yeah. in LA, and so you move down there for your career, mm-hmm. and then in, or like you know, in between modeling gigs or whatever, you'll pick up gigs where you'll do yeah. exactly what you're saying. You'll bartend. Oh, it's
2: best, so it, flexible. That's so fascinating. Yeah.
0: Man, what an interesting way to sort of supplement, you know, uh, the modeling or the acting or anything it's like
2: perfect. that. It's perfect. You like, just plug it into your schedule wherever yeah. it fits. It's, it's great.
0: You are, you're Canadian, obviously. You were mm-hmm. in Toronto uh, when we worked together. How long yes. have you been in L.A. now?
2: I've been there four and a half years now. you loving Scary it? Scary how time flies. I love aspects of it. I right. love California. I don't know if I love Los Angeles to the full extent that I should. I love the job opportunity there. I don't know. I just feel like I need closer proximity to nature. California is so beautiful the second you get out of LA. So I'd love to live like kind of on the outskirts of it. LA people are just so
1: weird. They're so weird. That's
2: what it is. They're they're all,
1: it always feels like at any given time, everyone's kind of like auditioning at all times because they never know who might be watching them. And it's like really weird. Like it's everyone, there's there's anxiety like all the time.
2: I just want to look like shit all the time. I don't, Yeah, I I don't don't know. I don't like putting too much effort in.
3: Anyways, yeah. That's my LA story. It's fascinating. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, should we get to the movie or do we have any more questions? Shane, you might well, have. Well, I think this question is very interesting. Yeah. How many followers did you have before Water girl and then after? Like, was it just like you had 10,000 followers and then you had 200,000?
2: I think I had, like, I want to say, like in the low 60,000s. Whoa, they were so already a lot. Uh, yeah. an influence. Yeah, I had a, a decent amount that. uh very grew cool. very slowly and then just exploded overnight and they gained a couple more hundred thousand.
3: Nice. Cool, and yeah. Do you find the people who followed you over that 24-hour period, they stuck with you or is the drop-off? Some
2: drop-off, but less than I expected mm-hmm. because I'm, I remember somebody telling me right away, like, expect a lot of drop-off. It's like when people watch The Bachelor and then they'll follow all those girls and then the second the season's over, start on following them all. So I thought it would be more rapid than it's been, but it's kind of kind of plateaued now and starting to rebuild Just cool. What's the
3: harassment level uh, to be you in the DMs? Like, is it high or?
2: It it depends on what I'm posting. If I post anything like remotely sexy, then it's like pretty graphic for like a good 24 hours. And then it goes back to normal. Is that a
3: deterrent for you for posting sexy photos?
2: Yeah, I don't post too much. I do a lot of dog rescue. So these days, most of my DMs are actually just like dog super fans that are Mm -hmm. just like people that you know have questions about dog care or dog adoption so that's that's super cool
3: And do you find people are bold enough if they are to send you something inappropriate that they're Mm -hmm. not using a burner account or is it strictly burner? Oh, they don't
2: give a shit. No, (laughs)
3: they don't care.
2: They're like social securities on there. No, they don't. Oh my (laughs) God. Pictures of their birth certificate.
1: (laughs) She's stolen so many identities. (laughs) (laughs) It's a side business. Yeah, jokes on them. Yeah, (laughs) if you're
2: going to send a dick pic, you probably have no shame. (laughs) Yeah, wow. I think that's mandatory, yeah. (laughs) Jeez. All right, today on the <laughs> show we are
0: doing a classic. Speaking
2: film. of horror, <laughs> well, it's a graphic maybe, yeah.
3: film. So. It
0: is a graphic yes. film, uh-huh. graphic DMs, graphic film. That's the segue. Uh, the, the The movie we're doing today is called Seven. And. Uh, Calth chose this film. So whenever we have Love a guest, it. we let them choose the film. So I'm actually, uh, I was very excited that you chose this one, because I don't know if we would have done this, even though it absolutely is the sort of movie that should be on the pedestal. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good one
0: to talk about, because it's not one of Fincher's, like,
1: there are some, like, slam dunks right. for Fincher, and this is a good, like, sort of, like, I'm not
0: 100%, I wasn't 100% sure whether it would hold up or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get uh, to in a second why Kelly chose this film and sort of her relationship with the film. But to give you a bit of context, Seven came out in 1995. We have done a 95 film before, so can you guys remember? A the Toy f- Story on there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the, we like to do the five <laughs> highest grossing films of 1995 to oh, give nice. people context for what was going on in that year film-wise. Nice. Uh, so John is right. Toy Story was I'm the second highest grossing film. I'm bad at this. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I'll give you number five. Wait, 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 wait yeah Pocahontas nailed it yes. number four <laughs> is Twister no it's a Damn. Bond film oh oh Goldeneye nailed it number three ooh uh no hold on what came out in 1995 it was a big year for Tom Hanks let's just say that Forrest Tom Gump, Gump Hanks. Thole Thole it up. Th- no 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 Apollo 13 yes, yes. Oh. so he had he had two in the top five with Toy Story and Apollo 13 fun oh. fact
2: Brad Pitt turned out a role in Apollo 13 to do seven what? Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I didn't
0: know that. Yeah. Bring in the good stuff. Do yeah. you think he would have been the Kevin Bacon or the, the Bill Paxton? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't. Sinise.
2: I couldn't get clarity on what that role was. Yeah. He was, he was pretty US. youngish. The, the, the
0: Kevin Bacon seems like the,
1: like not the main, but but sort of the yeah. guy who fucks up and with right. the stir in the tanks.
0: Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Good factoid,
1: interesting, But no, we don't already, have number one. You're already one. bringing a lot <laughs> to this pod. I love it.
0: Um, <laughs> well, okay. We um, don't have number one yet. The number one film of 1995. What was a huge? I'm actually surprised this was Lost World? No. Just tell me. Does anyone know?
3: Mm-mm. Give me a hint. I'm a good hint. with hints.
0: Bruce Willis. Armageddon. Die Hard. Shaney got it. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Isn't
3: with it wild that vengeance. that's the
0: number one grossing film that year?
3: That's a great huh. movie. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not that surprised.
0: Uh, and ironically, you know what the seventh highest grossing film of 1995 was? Seven? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. perfect. Perfect. So now we will move on to the budget. Guys, we'll let Kelly guess first because she is our guest. What do you think this movie costs to make?
2: I have absolutely no clue. Hmm. Throw
0: a dart at I'm, the dartboard. Pick a I'm number. usually horrible at this, so just go nuts.
2: F- uh, Seven million. No, keep, it keep it in with the, the sevens. sevens. <laughs> yeah.
3: That'd be three sevens in a row, yeah. which is a jackpot. Johnny? Uh, f- <sighs> Shane's always good, so I'm trying to read what well, he thinks. I haven't thinks. been good the last couple of times. I know, I've been You've beating been you. Good. I've been beating you. $35 million. I think that's a good guess. But I'm going to say... 45 million. Wow. Johnny, I believe,
0: for the second uh, episode in a row, has come in uh, the closest. This was made for $33 million. Oh,
1: I was so close. <laughs>
0: yeah. Part two of our exercise. What do we think it grossed? What did it make at the box office? 1995. Domestic or worldwide? I forget what we always go for. It's here. North America. North America.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was know. this movie a hit? Was this movie a hit? Sixty million dollars. No, well, it
2: was the seventh 70 highest million, Seventy million
1: dollars
3: she, to stick with
2: mm, the seven.
0: She's smart. What'd she say?
1: It, so,
2: he said it was the seventh highest grossing. Means you got to go a high. Year, so it, right, it did alright. Right. Right. Good yeah, point. It did all right. Okay.
0: 100. No, no, you said sixty million.
3: We're on No, 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 no,
2: no, no. I'm changing. You did. You said it. I'm gonna go two hundred. Two hundred. I don't know if that's a lot or not. That's
3: that seems high. Does it? Okay. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say one ten.
0: Shaney with 110, Kelleth is the closest. What?
2: Whoa. This movie
0: in North America made $327.3 was... oh, million.
3: Wait, that's North America or worldwide? North
0: America, I don't think a movie like this does that well overseas. It doesn't hmm. do well in like- I guess yeah, to hit it though. I don't know, like a, a, a noir crime thriller? It's no, usually crime the action movies. thrillers.
1: You're thrillers, you're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. Still though, whatever, wow. even if it's worldwide, Three million dollars that's a smet can't shane's looking it up he I'm does suspicious. not believe it <laughs> yeah man he's upset that his guess
0: was so far off he wants to see uh, yeah, if his, his actual course. wikipedia in <laughs> north america interesting yeah anyway. that, that's my source check it up kids Check it up, check it out. Check it up, kids. That's a new catchphrase (laughs) for the pedestal. (laughs) Check it up, kids. So uh, what we like to also do on uh, this show is we like to um, talk about our personal relationship with this film, what we thought about when we saw it uh, maybe the first time, whether that's like sort of in the theater or after it came out or on DVD, VHS, streaming, whatever. Uh, And then obviously we all watched it recently so that we could talk about it and sort of how our our feelings on it have changed and and what we think about it now. So, Kelth, because this is your film, why did you want to choose this film, and what was what was your relationship like with this film when you were younger?
3: Okay, I was right. Oh wait, talking to the mic. Sorry,
0: I was right.
3: Okay, so worldwide it got. Uh, wait, what did what did you say it was? Three ten.
0: Three twenty seven point
3: three. That's worldwide. I, I thought it was that was according to Wikipedia. Hundred million, uh, domestic. But she said a hundred like million opening weekend.
4: Yeah, two. she said two. I said, said
3: 110. one ten. All right. I win. <laughs> that's all I want. I knew that had this to be worldwide. This thing would have to a halt. <laughs> seven he, years in
0: Tibet <laughs> made like, like 300 million. million and Still, Yeah, that's a sweeping m- epic. That's not a lot of dialogue.
3: People just love to see Brad right. Pitt, though. And right. this was he the was, hottest yeah, movie I he's probably so. ever so. been in. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll have to check those numbers.
2: Uh, we'll print out many of it. I just <laughs> did we'll check those numbers. We need a second opinion.
3: The better internet? OK.
2: So I uh, yeah I I don't remember when the first time I saw this was. I feel like it's the kind of movie I probably saw in some like high school boyfriend's basement. That's like where <laughs> I watched all like creepy kind of movies of this genre at the time. Oh, you
1: got to see this movie! Totally. it was thing. 100% uh-huh.
2: that kind of thing. But as an adult, my love of true crime is at a near dangerous level. <laughs> <laughs> my knowledge of true crime. It's concerning. It concerns those around me. So, I mean, any excuse to—I know this is not a true crime story, but, no, but any like, crime story, I'm into. Yeah,
1: like murder porn, kind of. Like ah, I love it yeah, all. I, I love serial mean.
2: killers. I mean, uh-huh. I don't love the the acts they commit, but I love the psychology of of killing.
0: Did you did you when you first saw it in you know a high school boyfriend's basement? Did you connect with it, or did it almost come later when you got really into like sort of more crime stories?
2: I think I didn't fully appreciate it until later, though I loved it upon first view, yep. but I don't think my love for it was fully developed yet at that point. Did
1: you tell me that you studied forensic or something or
2: other? I n- definitely never did in a professional sense, okay. but yeah. in terms of like all that I Googled, my entire oh, Google I see. search history, <laughs> when I was was asking like, talk about that all the time. I for sure am.
3: Yeah. Are you into the show Forensic Files?
2: I have dabbled here and
3: there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, me too. I was she obsessed with her toes it. Like in a lot you've of I've as well. dipped
2: some dabble. Oh,
3: there was two years where that was all I watched. <laughs> wow, yeah. nice. Uh, so,
1: so for me, uh, I, I, this is the kind of movie that when I was a kid, I've said in other episodes that I was a, a little weenie boy who did not, and a movie like this would freak me out, and I wouldn't watch it. Um, but like when fight club came out, I became one of those like fight club is the greatest movie of all time kind of guys. So I went and watched this movie and I, I just, I remember it getting to the, the big fat guy it all fucked up. And I was like, nah, nope, not this movie. And I shut it off, you
2: tapped out,
1: tapped out. And I didn't like rewatch it again until like a few years ago. Like it was one of those, like it really, it grossed me out at least up to that point so much that I was like, I could not watch this movie at that point. So I don't have much of a big connection to it, but I love David Fincher movies. Like I love Fincher movies. He might be like one of
0: my favorite living filmmakers period. So nothing for you as a young man. Not really, no. Gotcha. I've, I, was,
1: I was aware of it. It was obviously in the Zeitgeist and it was a very popular movie, obviously 300 million dollars, um, but no. Internationally? Internationally, <laughs> well, debatable. Yeah, We'll check the other internet. <laughs> Shaney,
0: what was your relationship like with the film Seven as a young man?
3: Uh, I used to rent films every Saturday night. My mom would let me uh, rent them and uh, we'd get a two liter bottle of pop and some chips. <laughs> and it was just one of those movies that was just, you know, like the just nice, wholesome family uh, viewing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> watching this my movie, mom, There was no family view. My mom would be upstairs. Doing <laughs> my whatever God, she, my mom would like go to the bar. And my sister and I would be watching. <laughs> yeah. There was no parenting or <laughs> yeah. anything like that going on. Um, but yeah, it was fun to be able to watch whatever I wanted, and a movie like this was when it kind of went too far. Because again, the fat guy scene really did freak me out, and I remember yeah. just being like, "I'm a little out on this film because I'm just grossed out." Yeah, because I did. About, it was gross. I, I was. Like, I did Ugh. kind of like being scared when I was young, even though I was legit scared. This one just made my stomach turn a little bit. <laughs> that scene also happens real early in the film. <laughs> so yeah, you're kind of like, like right away. Like
2: the oh shit, it's what a litmus test, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, to prepare you.
0: Yeah. Uh, my relationship with this film um, growing up I had this best friend I've talked about him on this podcast before Lee Penrose but his his parents were actors in Hamilton at like the Hamilton Guild um, when they were younger so they were always sort of like into the arts and kind of like they would bring us to films all the time they, they would show interesting films so it was kind of cool to hang out at his place on the weekends one of the things they had is they were in this group that would get to see um, test screenings and give it a score like a, a rating so they would do like sort of like the weekend before it came out it's like a test audience program I don't know exactly how it worked. So in 95... I was I would have been fourteen, and I remember they brought me and Lee, my best friend, to a screening of this film. Is it got- like a test screening? Yeah, oh, like we, so we cool. got to market. <laughs> uh, like Mark, I remember it was like the score of like one to like sort of six, and then three. This in the film middle. was
3: rated R for sure. It that was has to be against the rules.
0: I, I guess, but because it's not like like you're we had to pass. We had the passes, and it's not like any like fourteen year old usher is going to be like, excuse me, like we were <laughs> with the parents. You know, it's like, can I see well, your ID? R R, you're allowed to go when
1: you're accompanied. I think by- in Canada you yeah. are.
3: Okay. If you're, if you're yeah. with an adult. Th- there was AA and then there was rated R in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. A- this a- seems like a strict R though but, yeah. but R I
1: do believe R is if, if your dad says you can go then, then it's but you just can't go by yourself okay. that's what yeah, R yeah that's means. always
2: been my understanding yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: either way they brought us but we, either way it's incredibly
0: inappropriate for a 14 year old well I don't Googled think no. I don't. Oh, god <laughs> <laughs> internationally <laughs> you can do that it, uh, yeah and that's so funny. like we like remember that movie Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr love that I movie. love that movie yeah. me that's too my mom's like favorite movie and I've seen I gave it a too. 6 on the scorecard we also went to the screening of that you only six get a out six. of ten. It, no, it's it out goes one to six, three's in the okay. middle. Okay, oh. so one's bad, three's Charles average. Charles that's six a masterpiece <laughs> of a movie. Six was the top score on these cards, if I'm remembering right. Again, it was like decades ago. Uh, so I go to this film, I'm like 14 years old. Uh, we get out, and they like they always would kind of like the big thing with them was we'd discuss the film after we'd have like some long thing about the merits of the movie, and they were kind of trying to cultivate young minds or whatever. Uh, but I remember they specifically took us for ice cream. Because they were like, I think they were shook. I think they were like, <laughs> we fucked up. We shouldn't have brought these two <laughs> 14 year fourteen-year-olds to this film. We're gonna have to do more than just a car ride conversation. Like, let's go sit down. Let's really let's talk about, about it. what Deep we brief. just saw. Oh, oh yeah, of course. And, and I was, I was, sh- I was shook. Like, could you imagine that ending when you're fourteen years old? Do Which you remember?
1: Do you remember if there was any different
0: in the test screening? Because I read that that, that some of the
1: oh, test screenings no. were different. No. Okay. Mm. No. We can I just, talk about that after.
0: Yeah. No. I I don't. If it was, I don't. I don't call. I just remember being very like disturbed. I, I probably wasn't ready to sort of see something that bleak and kind of like uh, you know, the protagonist does not win in this film. seriously like. <laughs>
1: disturbing things in this movie. Yeah. We'll
0: get into everything, but... Uh, so yeah, yeah, so that's my relationship with this film. Uh, I got to go to a couple of these test screenings, and this is one I probably shouldn't have, but I did, <laughs> and here I am. But what did
3: you rate the movie on the card?
0: Oh man, I can't remember. I probably, like here's the thing. I actually thought the movie was like, when I say I was shook, I was like disturbed, but also I'd never seen a film that had such a sort of... Um, uh, Style? Unsatisfying ending. No, oh, like okay. the protagonist doesn't, like it's so disturbing in the fact that like uh you don't get a good outcome right. and it's like you You're don't the see worst that worst possible outcome and it's really like, mm-hmm. yeah Brad Pitt's kind of like a movie star and it's like it didn't work out. It was a different kind of movie and I wasn't used to seeing those kinds of films. So I think I rated it high, like probably a five or a six to be honest. And I probably wanted to seem smart as a four, like even if I didn't understand certain elements, I was like, ooh, that choice was amazing. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, uh, that was my relationship with it then. Uh, Of course, all of us watched it uh, uh, within the last couple days. So I guess we'll move on to uh, the cases for keeping this thing on the pedestal. Uh, What did we like? What's the best scene? What's the best performance? Let's just jump into this thing, guys. What are we digging right off the bat?
1: Who wants to start? Kelleth, it's mean, your film. Let's do it. There's
2: a lot I was into. Yeah. Two hours of Morgan Freeman's soothing voice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just start he with was that.
1: So good. If we catch John Doe and he turns out to be the devil, I mean, if he's Satan himself, that might live up to our expectations, but he's not the devil. He's just a man.
2: He's so good. He's
1: really, he's so good. really good in this yeah, movie. Yeah,
2: he's really good. And his character, I mean, it's the classic story of a detective about to retire. Then they get the case of their life, which is really similar to my real life hero, which is Paul Holes. Paul Holes was a cold case investigator in Contra Costa County, California. And he is the guy who just recently, I think a year or two ago, Golden, uh,
3: State?
2: Golden State Killer. Oh, interesting. He, he basically got this guy's discarded DNA. I think it was like a cigarette butt or something. And then, you know... He he knew who to look for because of ancestral DNA. On the last day before his retirement, he got this guy. Dang. That is like mind-blowing. And that's what Morgan Freeman, I guess. his character, was, well, yeah. You.
1: His character is like a cliche. I wrote, it's a cliche, but it's sometimes
0: there's a reason why this cliche is like, it's good. Right. It's really well, yeah. well done. It's a trope, but it's it like, is, yeah. it's like- But it doesn't matter. It's almost like you set the premise and then you get into Mm -hmm. it. So it's like it it reminds you of Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon. Exactly. It's like one more day of retirement. It's like it's become sort of a a comic bit at this point or comedy Mm -hmm. bit. But
3: But Danny Glover was getting too old for that shit too. (laughs) Was he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He just just told somebody. Only (laughs) he had mentioned it once
0: or twice. Um, Cold open too, by the way. Right? Yeah, great. I you forgot it was a films. cold. I, I, th-
1: those opening credits are so famous. I sort of was. I actually they stopped go for a on second. Forever. Yeah.
0: Those opening credits. I'll talk about the opening credits forever. maybe in the second half of this. <laughs> <Show> but, uh, <laughs> but I was surprised when it's like you get the studio and then into Morgan Freeman, sort of yeah. in his apartment. It's like, yeah. oh, cold open on a film. All but right. he
1: yeah. he's fantastic. He has some of the best lines in the movie. That's he the does. thing. Like he's so good. He's really well written. Like uh, 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 one of my favorite lines is is when uh, 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 what's the wife's name? Gwyneth Paltrow, when she's like, no matter how often I see guns, I can't get used to them. And he goes, same here. Yeah, Like, that's so, like, he's a guy who's about to retire. He's been around for so long, and he, I'm still not used to guns. Like, that's, like, he's a very, it's a cliche character who actually has, like, a ton of depth Do you think to he him.
3: really felt that? Yeah. Way? I, I, think I thought he, he was
1: just putting Gwyneth at ease. No. I think he's a guy who, <laughs> that's a good guy. Th- no matter what, still, like, just, like still hated the violence and still hate, like the, he never he never got used to it and didn't allow himself he to get used to it. He
3: used to it when he but was he, in those
1: crime scenes But not scenes in a though. good way. Like, he, like the, it's like, like not in a like, he's trying not to be jaded, but because the moment I get used to it, mm-hmm. the moment I let it overcome me, because that's right. so much of what this movie is. Like the city and all this shit can wash over you so easily right. that he has to like
3: push up against it like constantly. I think he's just the world's coolest guy and he knows how to talk to women. <laughs> <laughs> <a player>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Player, player.
0: Okay. That's such a <laughs> He actually looks young for him in this film too. I noted. I was like, oh, I haven't seen
3: and he's old in this film, but I'm yeah. like,
0: Morgan looks young. Yeah. Well, he's always now.
3: been 70, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's around yeah. Shawshank era. It's like George yeah. Clooney's always been kind of forty-five. Right. Well, mid-90s is when
1: 90.
0: we started to like really notice Morgan Freeman, right? Here's a question. Did you guys remember that it took place over seven days? Yeah. I, completely I don't the days I that
2: noticed that. The days like of um, the week. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Di- yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. I remember that. Wednesday.
0: I completely forgot that part of the gimmick. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, seven deadly sins. Oh, also seven days. I feel like oh, I know yeah. it because. Also seventh highest grossing film internationally. <laughs> Interesting.
1: <laughs> I think it's because those day gifts have been like memed so much. So if there's like mm-hmm. Thursday, like I've seen enough people, like, especially the one of them sleeping on each other on the Thursday. Like that's like a. Yeah, yeah. that's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I, I thought Morgan Freeman fantastic. The, his last line, I mean, Dr. Gall, but oh. all his lines are amazing. Like his last the line, last one. yeah, the Ermes, Ernest Hemingway once wrote. Ernest Hemingway once wrote, "The world is a fine place, and worth fighting for." I agree with the second part. I feel like that's exactly right. I, I like fighting for it. I think the world is shit, but I still think it's worth fighting for. That's sort of right. the crux of his character, I guess.
0: Do you think when you write a film like this, you kind of have the last line and then work backwards? Like, do you think he's I like, think
2: sometimes, it's yeah. Like,
0: I know I'm ending my film with this line because it's like, you know, he's kind of.
2: It's the strongest line in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Like the guy least, had yeah. that
0: line in his, the, maybe just that quote from Ernest Hemingway exactly. and said, I'm, this is, I have to turn this into a movie somehow. Speaking of quotes, so when they find the note behind the fridge, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's Milton, Paradise Lost. Hmm. Right? It got me thinking about police work before the internet.
1: Like, oh. Yeah. I have a lot of internet I thoughts. was thinking about that
3: the whole time. Like, <laughs>
0: if you're not well-read, like, Morgan Freeman's like... It's Milton, Paradise Lost. It's like what? It's like, but you couldn't just go on Google, right. like, yes. like, and then I started thinking, it's got to be way harder to be like a tricky, clever uh, criminal now. Yeah. Like, oh
2: yeah, you I, drop a
0: clue, any idiot can figure it out. You
2: can't get away with anything. No. I had anymore.
1: that thought, but I, yeah, I do think that that cr- that that John Doe like had no idea that the someone like Somerset was going to, or like like the 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 way that he used that one quote to like find his apartment. But yeah, like it's it's th- this is there's a lot. Of, again, I have a whole thing written about how this is a. This is such a pre-internet movie, it's crazy. Because it was like 95, meaning that it's only like a couple years until you could do it. It's not like it's like 1985 that this movie comes out. It's so close to a world where you'd just be able to Google these books all the time. It was way
3: more important to be a learned man back then. Yes, Yes. If you're a detective, Mm -hmm. learned son.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Simpson's quote. I think, uh,
3: I, think
2: my... <laughs> I think my favorite part of the movie is. Uh, when wait, doing a we're doing favorite scene because we oh. have a whole favorite okay. scene <laughs> <laughs> section. Just Hold favorite on, favorite quote.
0: Sure. Oh, okay. Hit us with a quote,
2: okay. Yeah. Or favorite little bit. Yeah, a you the end yeah. yeah, quote. A whole a favorite scene. little bit.
0: Favorite bit. Too. Favorite so. bit. Okay, I'll wait for no, that. What's your favorite little bit?
2: My favorite little bit is when they find John Doe's notebooks. Which did you know? Another interesting fun fact: production filled. All of those notebooks, which took them, I think, like, two months and $15,000. They wrote, like, filled every single page with writing from John Doe's perspective. That's why Which they, you don't even see these notebooks. What do they the write ones. in like, it? You do, in the you, opening little, credits. you do a little in the opening credits. And I just they, think it's yeah. awesome that they put that much detail into it and, like, had that much character development. You're starting to see That's why. like,
1: crazy yes, attention to detail I love early. It.
2: But I love the part that they read, the part uh, John Doe had written, where he said... On the subway today, a man came up to me to start a conversation.
1: He made small talk, lonely man, talking about the weather and other things. I tried to be pleasant and accommodating, but my head began to hurt from his banality.
2: But my head hurt from his banality. And then he starts mm. talking about how he started to throw up and laugh at this but guy. It, that's every time I take the TDC.
1: That's
0: <laughs> <how> I, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so You to his writings, your Google
1: searches. Yeah. Uh, wow. You caught Uh-oh. me. Uh-oh. We are learning. <laughs> there are some like feds like
3: listening <laughs> yeah. to this right now. Definitely on a blacklist. <laughs> Do you think sure. he actually vomited or yes. was he getting metaphorical there? No. <laughs> this guy is nuts. He's John Doe.
2: doesn't mean, He's, he's above
0: exaggerating I think he's the, the kind of
3: guy, well, I don't maybe
2: know. do you exaggerate in your own diary?
3: I think so. Like, oh, maybe. I almost died today when Jimmy talked to me or
2: something, right. you know?
3: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I think maybe he's... <laughs> that's Pages, that's Pages my diary. that yeah. was really quick. Pages <laughs> 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 from Shane's <Hypothetically laughs> diary. <laughs> speaking, you know. Who's this Jimmy, Shane?
0: <laughs> um, I thought that Morgan's character was also, uh, there was like a dry humor, obviously, like when mm-hmm. uh, the pathologist's like, he's dead. And then Morgan's like, Thank you, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like obviously he's just
1: the, he play he the, just the way he wears on his face, the way he's seen so many things, the mo like that's why it makes it work that when like they find this fat guy, he immediately is like, we have a serial killer on our hands, and they're like, what are you talking about? This is one dead guy, and he's like, you don't understand. I've seen. Everything. I've seen everything you can possibly think of. I'm telling you, this is a serial killer. This is a serial killer. That kid shouldn't work on it. And he's not yelling. He's never he's never emotional about anything. He's like, this is just how it is. We have a deranged serial killer on our hands, despite the fact that it's literally just one crime scene.
2: Like he's invested in these crimes, but also like cool and detached at the same time. And it reminds me I actually have quite a few family members that were retired now but career cops oh. they're the exact same as this character you is have that to be right reaction to anything insane is so small they're just like cool and level-headed about everything you could tell them the worst most crushing news okay. in the world and they're like yep Yep. Sounds about because right. Yeah. Is, yeah the world is horrible. Correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, this is another good thing that they do, I think, is they establish Brad Pitt's eagerness, his character's eagerness, the Mills character, to get to that point. Yeah. He I wrote that down. He wants to be a was... veteran. He wants... Right. He's so... Because he's probably some beat cop that maybe isn't quite right enough. Well, he's a to be small detective. town cop, right? Yeah. Like he's,
1: it's great how they really, he's like little small town, upstate New York cop. Who's like, I want to go to New York or I never really
0: say, they never, am I right about that? They,
1: they never say, say the it's New city. York. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause Cause,
2: it's meant to be every city. Right. Yeah, Cause it could I was be like, early in the yeah. film, I'm
0: like, this is New York. And then at the end, I'm like, thought, this is California. I'm right. like, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Kind it must've been on it purpose. It was shot,
2: I think in California, but they never intentionally never tell you what city it is.
0: Yeah. Which is rad.
2: I like that yeah. too. Yeah,
0: but they do a good job of showing that the Mills character, the Brad Pitt character, it's like detective work and like sort of like crimes are a bit of a sport to him. He likes the he likes the the, the gamesmanship game. of like it's mm-hmm. like oh I'm gonna get like either this guy's an idiot or this guy's really good, but I'm going to figure it out. And it's like it's like a sport in a weird way. Yeah. Right? And, and he,
1: Somerset is like man, don't you don't, don't do this, man. Yeah. you have no idea. Yeah, don't get deep in because the when the you get deep, you're never gonna get out. And that's
0: Indeed or just what like, happens. or just yeah. like, you're going to be broken in a couple of years. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And yeah. you don't even know what you think you want, which is, I think, a fascinating way to play there the juxtaposition between those two those two guys.
1: Yeah.
2: are we meant to infer that Somerset had that same eagerness when he great question? The ranks? Oh, good
1: question. Probably, yeah, he must have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he must have been like, like I'm seeing myself in you. I was a young, eager cop. I want to do it, and then once you start to see what that
2: the world hardened me,
1: what that means, what it means to really get in and try to solve these cases, and you're not going to solve. Most of them, like right. that's like, and it's it's horrible. It's a horrible job, but someone,
3: people like us, have to do it. But don't be happy about it.
0: Anything else stand out to you, Shani?
3: Um Well, when Brad Pitt uh, was asking if uh, the guy was alive, the the fat guy, mm-hmm. and I was really wondering why they were uh, hanging on that scene. And uh, Morgan Freeman was like, "I'm wondering why you even asked that." And they they kind of went on on a side about that. Is that because he turned out to be right later on when the real skinny person was alive? Oh, maybe is it's that like, why they included yeah. that yeah. scene? The guy's like, "Oh, if this guy's alive, yes, that's a good, that's a mm-hmm. great point." Yeah, because yeah. I thought this has to be foreshadowing or there for I some. Didn't think reason. about that. Yeah, you think like, oh, it's there because Brad Pitt's supposed to be the dumb guy asking kind of dumb questions, but it right. shows that He's Morgan actually Freeman's might be rolling, a little
1: smarter than he does have something to offer. He's like all these people who are so used to a scene like this. Yeah.
2: Right, mm-hmm. and as the viewer, yeah, we go into seeing all these killings, thinking, oh, these people are completely dead. This, this skinny yeah. guy probably been here forever. Oh, that was cl- and, So, so yeah, then when that part so happened, shocking. I was like,
3: that's kind of cool because it did fuck with my that expectations. Was just, right, exactly. Yeah.
0: Oh, and even like at one point, the, the eagerness, like, ladies and gentlemen, we have ourselves a homicide, he mm-hmm. says, like in this sort of the pageantry of it, and Morgan Freeman just gives him a look, and it's just like, I like all those little steps along the way. Yeah, they mm-hmm. use the editing for humor
3: in a couple yes. of yeah. spots that uh, I enjoyed. one of the other things I
0: found very disturbing uh, uh, was when they go to the autopsy of the obese man and you see his penis. Uh, what? close
2: up. Close up. I didn't realize how big that penis was. I read why. Upon rewatch, I was like, wait, why?
0: The David Fincher
1: felt so bad about portraying like this fat guy like like and so he's like, well I'll just give him a big dick and like, <laughs> Oh, so it was wow. intentional. It was very intentional. Because I don't remember being
2: so big and then this
3: time I'm watching
2: it I was shook.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait,
3: what? For yeah. some reason I didn't see it. Really? Oh, Shane I a huge it. dick. So like,
2: <laughs> like you, you call that big? <laughs> you <laughs> mean, yeah. <laughs> is that thing? <laughs> I couldn't even see it. I thought that was a toe.
1: <laughs> oh man. No, I, I I have written down here and this is to move past the penis. Um that but I mean, this the to me, the best part about this movie is all uh, is how like truly creatively fucked up it is. Yeah. Like seeing the big Fat guy like like that has burst apart, and the guy who's cut off a pound of flesh, and I'm like, like this movie has a serial killer that makes a guy fuck a hooker to death with a knife strap on. Like that's that mm-hmm. sentence. Is insane, like that outside of like crazy gory horror movies, you don't see that kind of thing.
0: See, but this is why this film is lifted though, because we've seen versions of that mutilation or like killing women or sadistic sort of like like gore porn, you know, exactly. Which I don't like, but this is within the construct, yes. of like a, of a, a larger film. thing, like a, like a no, no, I mean the story, like it's part of right, it's right, one right, of right. the seven deadly sins, he's not killing. You know, uh, all of his murders are done with a sort of uh, a thought process and a methodology. Yes. So, yes, they're mm-hmm. gory, but with purpose. And the reactions right. as
1: well. That's another reason I love it, is that in horror movies, it's like, oh, no, they're-, but this one, like the guy who was forced to do it is literally like he's in shambles, like right. he's going to be in like an institution for the rest of his life, which is how it should be. Like, like these people are just wrecked. Devastated,
2: And I love that a lot of these... kill. I mean, yes, you, it is gory. You do see some things, but a lot of it is just implied yeah, violence. This, the, that like one. The, that one, you don't see anything. You just see a drawing of this or a picture of this contraption. Yep. You don't see it in action. You don't see the- a film would
0: have shown them having sex. And yeah. The- yeah, yeah. Is, Unless it's, a film would have shown think, them, like do it. Yeah, yeah, Right,
2: and I think it's more interesting for the audience to like kind of fill in the blanks themselves and it makes it scarier or yeah. like that you don't see what's in the box.
0: Yeah, Imagine if somebody made a film about the guy that was forced to have... Sex with the prostitute?
2: Like I his life like after?
0: No, like or even leading up to like that was oh, his yeah. first time. Yeah. He finally saved up some money. He was going to like
1: Oh, gosh. you're know. making oh man. I don't know. I'm so sad all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like a Korean film being like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, what else do we like, guys? Pinging around the table here. No, Kellis, please. I like the color
2: grading of everything. I like the the use of pathetic fallacy, you know, the weather imitating the mood. I like that it's just so grim. The whole movie is so grim, and I don't normally like... I mean, I like dark-themed movies, but I don't necessarily tend to gravitate to physically dark movies where you can't see things, but I Mm. do like... That uh, I think they used a bleach bypass process yeah, the, the, to, to the, really bring out the shadows. That, and I think that's so interesting. It's in crazy
1: it. how, the, and how every movie like ripped off the bleach, by, like the bleach uh, yeah. bypass thing. I mean, it had like, existed
2: before that, but yeah. it, it but is he interesting. he made it
1: like everyone's like, oh, now yeah. bleach bypass and everything. Now and he has
2: that same style to all of his movies where yeah. it's so dark and it's. I don't know. The it's blacks
0: like, are like blacker than they should ever yeah. possibly be. But there's like a, there's a green to this this mm-hmm. film. Too. Gross. It's like, super, this gross. It's super, yeah. I, I, I'm with Kelleth. I don't like super uh, highly stylized films like when it's like, oh, it's like you can tell they went crazy into color correct. Right. But it it works for this film. because well, he's shooting yeah. it for, like that's, a, I think that a lot of people will look at, especially Fincher movies and they'll bring like,
1: not to get deep into filmmaking, but they'll go to like their color grading and just bring like, like Seven or Fight Club and be like, make it look like this. And they're like, well, Fincher like, lit it and shot it and specifically very meticulously made it look like this so uh, almost out of the camera it looked like this we didn't have to do much to treat it
3: mm-hmm. but like yeah wes anderson movies
1: uh, yeah wes anderson's exactly another one where people will bring like some of his movies and be like make it look like this and they're like mm, there's a lot of work to get to this yeah. point but yeah this movie is like i wrote properly dark that was yes, the exact yeah. word, word that to I put. Put it. all around <laughs> it's like creeping in the darkness it's and like it's it's Physically dark and it's emotionally dark and it's raining all the time and it's almost always nighttime for some reason. Yeah. I mean, when it's like noon, it feels like nighttime. Yeah, everything's wet and gross, slimy. Yeah. In a good way, though. I mean, it's, just, it's, a, good, it's a good mood. Like, Fincher's so good at like texture and mood. Do you know we like
3: d- Brad Pitt in this movie?
1: You want me to agree with you and you want me to say, yeah, 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 you're right. It's all fucked up. It's a fucking mess. We should
4: all go live in a fucking log cabin but I won't
1: I won't say that I don't agree with you I, I love how he looks in particular yeah, yeah me I love that Fincher it may, took the most beautiful man in the world it just made him kind of ugly that's great. Mm-hmm. I oh, come on. not ugly. On. Yeah, yeah, ugly. That <laughs> uh, uh, Get Uga that Ma- ugly man <laughs> off the screen. It's like still <laughs> no, the most. Okay. Jeez Louise. Even, who is that guy?
3: But if that's ugly, leaning, nobody stands a chance, Instead of leaning brother?
1: into his his good looks, he's putting.
3: Uh, he, he was, I think it might be the best he's ever looked. Yeah, man. Really? Yeah, well, Fight Club good. and then that. Thank man.
2: you. Yeah. <laughs> you think
3: this is the best
0: he's ever
2: looked? I don't know. but No, I think probably Fight Club is like the peak, but he doesn't he doesn't look too bad.
0: I am more I'm more of a Legends of the Fall man.
2: Yeah. Maybe Long, I just flowing
0: don't like hair. Hair. That's <laughs> too, like,
3: Harlequin novel yeah. to
0: be
2: well, real. I have, I, have, I have my taste too have yours. I'm a
0: Joe <Micho laughs> Black
3: kind of dude. <laughs> I, I do like yeah. that. too blonde look, <laughs> yeah. though. No. Oh, yeah, the fake dated. blonde. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just pulling movies now. Uh, no, he's good in this. Oh, Thelma and Louise.
1: That's when he's the hottest. What am I saying? <laughs> oh, you're an ageist. You <laughs> well, just well, like him Well, he's young. gorgeous in that movie. He's too young yeah. in that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
3: Uh, he's so hot. I you, bro. Brad.
0: I, I was reading And a once piece. upon a time in Hollywood, I'm going to say. He's
1: so oh, yeah.
2: good looking. In I that. like older guys. So, Brad either Peck. really
0: young or really old. I was listening to somebody talking about how he's actually <laughs> <laughs> prat-
3: Goldie Bears or whatever that is? Yeah. Goldie yeah. Bears. Goldie Gold, that famous <laughs> book. Goldie, Goldie Bears. I sleep. mean,
2: it. <laughs> this Brad is just right.
0: <laughs> it's like the Golden Girls with bears.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, it's yeah, it's, uh, it's a billion dollar idea. He becomes more interesting the older he gets because I it's think like so. he, because he it's like you need him to be a bit more weathered which actually kind of gives him a wisdom which a yeah. lot of people don't uh maybe ascribe to him. I don't think he's considered just the characters he plays aren't considered I think the brightest people. Do you know what I mean? Like have you mm-hmm. ever like seen him be like Well, Moneyball. Like Moneyball I think is his best part and I think that's he's aged into age. a more uh, wise
1: like he is, person. It's by far his best part like by far. And I think um, what you're we'll saying is Monkeys. exactly right. That's cool, Brad. It's pretty cool, Brad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a very maybe affected not... performance. Money He's ball, very bit of a little of a only Oscar of a little bit of a little bit of in that bit um, right. I, I of that. little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a I bit of cool. yeah. <laughs> I little um,
0: that of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit a little a very sort of um, loud performance like a big performance like mm-hmm. he's like I'm really like leaning in it's like fuck yeah we got a murder like he's really playing it like in a way that's like a bit hitting you over the head but for me it works in this film absolutely especially when it's juxtaposed to the the Somerset character but I could see it in, in it like maybe if it was if he was just a little bit less a, 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 wasn't quite as good of an actor I could be like okay this is very obvious that, that was my thought what do you guys think of Brad
3: well I thought it worked because he did look so good looking and frat boyish yeah it seemed to fit with the look. Whereas, if they made him this really intelligent guy, I'd be like, okay, a guy that hot, that young, is just going to be that composed. <laughs> just stop, <too."> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He'll never
0: actually have to take the time to learn to be that good. <laughs> yeah. Life is easy for people who look like Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I I almost built a weird backstory. I mean, they do a bit of it, right? Where it's like he wanted to... They do a good job of doing his backstory. I think so. In subtle ways.
1: But yet
2: you never know really anything about any of the characters other than a little bit about John Doe. But I feel like you don't know anything about anyone else. They're What's all the like. Good
3: job with the backstory, though.
0: Just it's baked in. Just how how it's the baked in. High school in... sweethearts, mm-hmm. like the sort of you got yeah. a small got idea town, for him. small town. Like I, I started to think he was a high school quarterback, decided to go into police work because he's a little bit brighter than yeah. maybe some of the other jocks. I got that too, but not not quite as bright as you know Morgan Freeman. So right. he's kind of got this sort of like a, a, a jock enthusiasm, a guy who's never lost. Again, okay. yeah. I could be describing that, got. but yeah, yeah. I I built that in sort of the retelling of it, just. Yeah, like it's the way like his Gwyneth apartment Paltrow's was. The way he was playing with the dogs.
1: Like, yeah, there was something that's very the part that Yeah, stood the out dogs to me.
3: is a good one. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Gwyneth Palcher's all like, he's
1: good looking as far as you guys are concerned.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow is,
1: is stunning. Concern. Like, he has this yeah. gorgeous wife and, uh, like, like he has a pretty big, like the fact that the, the New York apartment is almost like perfect where he gets like a pretty nice, like everything's going for him. And then all of a sudden, Aside from the the, subway. the, the, vibra- <laughs> yeah. the magic, the, the vibrating minutes. thing, but that's right. like a perfect example of what his life is. It's this beautiful place that is shaking every like 10 right. minutes. Yeah. Oh.
0: Uh, what'd you think of Brad, Keller?
2: I thought he did a really good job. I think he's like an interesting contrast to the Somerset character. I think I like the way they kind of played off of each other, like totally different energy mm-hmm. levels for the two.
0: Absolutely. And no one felt like they were being like outacted. And I mean, I, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, I, I thought she was, it was a limited role, right? Mm-hmm. It was small, but she has one. Amazing sort of pivotal scene, which is in the diner with um, yeah. Morgan Freeman. He's amazing in that scene too, where she's basically telling him, I'm pregnant. I don't know what I'm going to do. What did it like that? That scene sort of lifts the film obviously yeah. to, to another level. And it's very important information for the ending, obviously, which adds like a second gut punch. But, you wonder
1: if, yeah. if Morgan Freeman is such a good actor. It's kind of like playing with Steve Nash, where it's like <laughs> just by being in the same, just by playing. Off of him, you just will seem like a good actor because right. he gives you so much. I think
0: she's an exceptional.
1: She is. Exceptional but I'm just I actually
2: think she's, like, probably, other than Somerset, the most interesting character in Ooh,
0: that movie.
1: I love very her character. She's
2: super interesting, and you want to know so much more about her. and, like, and She needs to be interesting you, for that yeah, ending to, and it to work. It leaves you right? wishing that there were more scenes with her.
3: I thought Morgan gave terrible advice, though, in that diner. Really? Yeah, like, don't tell the guy you're going to have an abortion. No, no,
0: if you have if it, you never have tell it. him. If you don't, cheat. Baby, you. that's your decision.
1: Don't ever tell him
3: to be
0: pregnant. Because, because Morgan knowing it ruined his life. She so knows. Right? She knows. you got
3: to tell the guy if you're going to have the abortion, though. Basic, like it's a discussion, I think. But he's saying it ruined have. his
0: life. Yeah, he's, he's saying, saying in my experience it ruined my life. So the best advice I can give you is if you're going to do it, you don't want to bring a kid into this world, don't tell him because it will ruin him. If you're going to do it, you know, don't tell him. I don't know. I don't like do, that advice, though. Just spoil the kid. <laughs> And right. yeah. Oh, I mean I like he's that. coming from his Spoil place that kid, you know? her reaction And and, and, to and it. here's one thing that I'm not so clear clear on. I I don't know if she was going to do it without consulting him. And I think he was almost like if you are going to do it without having a conversation then maybe don't. well talk. yeah,
3: it was definitely uh, he was leaning into do not have the abortion yes. because like my mm-hmm. life's ruined I had it.
0: I think about it every day, right? Mhm. Right. Yeah. But but I think he was trying to spare Brad Pitt. That was his the advice was benevolent or at least merciful. But it's also within his character of like this world is such shit. Please, whatever you
1: do, don't make life worse for anyone because life is so hard. And like, like I think that's where he's coming from, whether he's but right it's or also, not. But
3: also, she doesn't have the option if she does do it to not get the regret out of her mind that's a good she'll point. always know. Right. That's, so she's yeah, like, that's okay, so definitely don't have you know the abortion because it ruined your life. You've won, right?
1: you've won me over. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Because he's like, you need to shoulder this burden for the rest of your life. and alone. never yeah. Alone. Yeah.
3: yeah, I just thought it was very bad. Don't ruin his life, just yeah. ruin your own life. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, Like, For as wise as Morgan was, there was two instances where I kind of questioned his judgment. When uh, Brad wants to kick the door open, he's like, no, don't do that. We're going to get in trouble. Don't you realize? Oh, I got that 100%. There, okay, you guys. You think saying we
1: cannot prosecute. Yeah, you wouldn't he's be able right. to prosecute. He's totally right. He's right. And not only like that, would end up you don't in, have the
2: warrant.
0: You first. can't reveal that the government is illegally tracking people's um, um, library
3: habits either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, but you That's don't have. The happen. stupidest you, plot, by the okay, way. Okay, so, okay, Brad <laughs> I don't is. I it is. Listen, you're gonna mm. have to lie no matter what, right? Because Brad is very, very injured. It's unavoidable right. when yeah. Brad comes in the precinct. You're gonna be like, "Well, he fell down some stairs. We were goofing around." Or you just (laughs) lie in another way where you're like, here's this homeless person. Let's give them 20 bucks. And like Brad came up with the smart solution. He did. But I think if you're
0: Morgan, it's like I can't end up in front of internal affairs. I'm not going to rattle my sources. This could ruin my career. He has seen
1: enough. Again, he's the guy who's seen enough things that that the, I've seen
0: many, like 100% cases get ruined. Also, okay, exactly. 100%. That's the other thing. That's the other yeah. thing. That's the other thing. If they can't prove why they're there, you can't prosecute. So even if they get, even if there's a dead body in there and they could get John Doe, sure. if they don't have a viable reason they're there, and honestly, like if that was the way to get him, that crackhead wouldn't hold up in court.
3: No. So if, if they caught uh, John yep. Doe in that situation, his lawyer they could get, get him off. What's yeah. that, you his had lawyer no lawyer could you get him, no him warrant. Off. He would absolutely get off. Yeah, man. But why were they even trying to? go to his place then. (laughs) They wanted to talk to him to see, they had a bunch of
0: guys that could be the guy and they're like, let's just have a talk with this guy. He seems the most likely. They didn't even have him as a suspect. No, what happened was they had a bunch of names. They go, This guy seems like a guy. Let's just have a talk. That's it. And then if he is, so Morgan said that, he goes, we can use this as a pointer but we can never use it actually like in a court of law or a way to convict. So you have to use it to help figure things out.
3: Well, Brad yeah. still did his thing, broke the rules, paid the homeless person, and everything worked out fine. So there goes that theory, right? Well no, if they'd gone to court, everything I worked think it would have been fine. <laughs> well well they like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not fine, fine. <laughs> Should they catch him or not? Yeah. No, no, but
0: but but, but I just I, I get I th- I think the just the Morgan Freeman like no, we can't was is justified within the world of like procedural and all that stuff. And like Morgan Freeman going knowing this could get ruined by the time we get to the prosecutor and all this stuff. And we have to have a reason to be here. And I can't say, oh, I got it from illegal FBI surveillance. Yeah. Right. Because nice. even if he said that, then the lawyer would be like, well, that's inadmissible. Everything you found in the apartment is inadmissible.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. You would say you just got a tip. The homeless woman would that be here. But then his
0: lawyer might want to get the homeless person on the stand and then they can't find her. He a good lawyer, too. I'm just saying, I don't, I'm saying I get, there's always like a domino effect, right? There's like, mm-hmm. you're playing chess, not checkers. And Brad Pitt is like, fuck it. I'm playing checkers. Morgan Freeman's like, playing chess. All right. So I, I, I buy it. But I, but I get you. But I did, I will say, so I was very pissed at Brad Pitt when he kicked the door in. I was yeah, like, oh, I, so young, such a rookie. Like I got very upset. No use arguing anymore. It was a yes, good line too I now. was just like, oh, <laughs> I can't stand. But then when he actually did a little workaround, I'm like, That'll get them past this stage. At least they can justify being there and then they can use this information.
3: I felt so good when that door got kicked open. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Finally.
0: So yeah. cathartic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Chain sheared. Chain sheared is what I just said. Shane cheered.
3: I don't know what either of those yes. incarnations Shane of Shane cheered
1: phrase. when the door was kicked in. I'm saying you cheered.
3: Oh, I thought you were saying sheared every time. All oh, right, God. yes, I cheered. You're editing this. Right? I'm cutting all that out.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> uh, was there anything else that stood out in your list, uh, Kellith? Um, for the good stuff before we go before to best performances do. and best scene yeah
2: I think those were the key things that stood out for me
0: okay did you have anything else before I'll just we can jump we'll do that ahead. and I, I might have one thing right before
1: we go Wait, gonna, let I, me I, just say my thing now that yeah. I, I do kind of think that the that the, the, the uh, really cool thing about this movie is that it positions just living in a city that's the horror like the, the, the bad guy isn't necessarily John Doe the bad guy is living in a city like that's like a,
4: Amen. it's true, Amen. but it
1: even this, this, the writer, the writer even said like he was living in New York city. He said the city was horrible and that this movie is kind of just about what it felt like to live in New York city when he's like a small town guy. It's just what it feels like. Everything is just horrible.
3: I think all the murders are the horror. Yeah. But I mean,
1: that's a byproduct of this horrible place. And I think it's just kind of cool right. that it's, that, it, that the city itself is this, is a character in the movie. I liked it. Right. That's all. Right.
2: Did you guys feel this super random, but you know the pride killing where the woman is disfigured and then she has a phone glued in one hand and the pills glued in yeah. the other? Uh-huh. Doesn't that almost feel like the genesis of the Saw movies? Oh like when you present Ooh. somebody yep. with a choice that of like
0: They're
1: the one this that kills- option
2: or that and they choose to kill themselves. Yeah. Well same with
3: the guy cutting the pound of flesh yeah. off too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought about mm-hmm. that also.
0: I uh, I I thought that killing was fascinating because what it does is it makes you think about what you would do in that situation. Anytime right. there's a choice that's sort of like drastic presented in a film, you always go, "What would I do?"
2: Exactly. Would you? Would you rather,
0: <laughs> Kellith? Would you live without a nose, or would you let it uh, end? It's, it's hard, a heavy question. It's and hard would to that say. ruin your career? You
2: think? Well, I think so. Right. <laughs> but when you call, well, like, do you have to kill yourself <laughs> at that moment? I
0: think it would be over. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Your bookings are it's a bit down this year. An
2: on-air personality, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't. But maybe I don't know. go and call the doctor first. Yeah, I think if I'd have to a, kill yourself. I think I'd your, have a consultation first. Yeah, <laughs> have a consult. I don't know. See if they can do a little, yeah. little work. I don't know. It's, Silly putty.
0: Would you Would you live Shane without uh, Like your nose Or a defining feature Yeah I I wouldn't want to die You'd prefer to live instead of and, and sort of be a physical uh, uh, malady to people you walk in the streets.
3: Well, I've seen <laughs> videos of... Potentially. <laughs> I, I
0: apologize to the noseless uh, grouping of people that listen to our podcast on the regular. Well, uh, I've seen
3: face transplants and stuff and they're not perfect, but they're not horrible. Okay, I'm going to do this some, again. there's some good stuff out I'm there. am saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, but
0: we're having this conversation in 2019. In 1995, right. I don't <laughs> okay. think... You we were just
4: staying without Without the advent nose, of the
0: internet yeah. or like seeing a million TLC shows where people get new faces put on. Right. Okay, am I 12 years
3: old? then, or am I my age? age and we're just... now in 95. My age now 95. Here's the I, pills. I would still like... Toy story, have, shooting up, up the charts. I instinct always want to stay Live. alive. Live. Yeah. That's
1: what I think. Mm-hmm. Live. Like, a survival is such a... I can't imagine someone coming off my nose and, oh, that's it, swallow a bunch of pills. I just I didn't relate to it at all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess that's the point. He found a vulnerable person who... Like, he didn't just pick someone at random. I yeah. guess he picked someone who he knew for sure would take those pills. Yeah,
2: he placed conniving. a lot of value on their, on yeah. their looks. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Best, best performance? Let's do it. Best performance in this film. We'll start with our guest, Kelleth.
2: I think it's definitely Morgan Freeman, but I also got to shout out Gwyneth Paltrow.
0: Gwyneth. Yeah, I think yeah. she's like really phenomenal
2: good... in those like tiny scenes she's in. You kind of just see the struggle on her face. I need someone to talk to. Do you think you could meet me somewhere, maybe tomorrow morning?
4: I don't understand. I feel
2: stupid. You're
4: the only person that I know here.
0: She has what three main scenes, right?
2: Yeah, I think no more than three. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The dinner scene, uh, the conversation with Morgan Freeman, and mm-hmm. then I think she has another just solo Brad Pitt scene when the I think first, so. Yeah, uh, when he gets home from his first shift or whatever. But
2: every scene like leaves you hungering for more of her and like mm-hmm. wanting to know more of her story and like how what does she do with her day. Yeah. You never get a sense. Like, does she have a job? Does she leave her apartment? Is she bored because well, they is moved their fifth
3: teacher, right? So she, she is. Yeah, I but you're she's right. looking I she, for
2: jobs. Yeah, she's, but she's, yeah. yeah. She followed I don't know. him for his
0: career and she's got to try and set something There's up. There's
2: just right. like such a sadness there. And and she's like, just I, look, know I looked more. at the
0: schools and they're horrible. Like, yeah. she, she doesn't want
1: to work here. She doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, with that whole thing I was saying about this, she really represents how shitty it is just to live in the city. Yeah. As far as the.
0: Movie is concerned. So Morgan with a Gwyneth Paltrow runner-up?
2: Yeah. Would say. Shani Boy. No, like you
3: gotta say Morgan, right? I think so. Yeah. I but agree. He yeah. owns the movie. He was
0: so oh. good. But no 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 like Kevin Spacey? He was very, very, very good. Right. But I mean
1: he's I think a... it's easier to play like yeah. the psycho role. That's how yeah. I thought. He just went broad with it and, and kinda just was nuts. Well uh, and and Morgan Freeman kinda did all the heavy lifting and did a great job of it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I read that they didn't put Kevin Spacey's name in the opening credits. They didn't, I noticed. They didn't because they wanted the viewers to be surprised by the identity of the killer. Was he a big enough star? I didn't read that,
0: but I noticed it this time around where it's like because they lead with him and Mm -hmm. then they have the reverse credits at the end. It was
2: meant to, yeah, so you'd have no idea. (laughs) And I don't think they really advertised that he was in this movie initially. It was meant to surprise you.
0: It's was was like usual suspects get back to back yeah. years. It was like enough. this or right. usual, or usual in this. I'm not sure
3: what the, do we the think this was. is the perfect Kevin's face movie where you can still actually watch it? I wanted <laughs> to talk about it in the second half. We can talk yeah, about I it think now.
2: The only thing that didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I mean, you're like, the oh, casting. He's a
2: fucking bad guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. Look at like,
1: this Like, it's good guy. to hate him. But, he, but oh, he's good shot, at it, though. Like, yeah. He's good. And he's only in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like, a great you're su- question. You're supposed to hate this guy. Right. So when I'm watching this movie, you're just sitting But there. I mean,
3: we couldn't review American Beauty, right? In good.
0: Context. I feel like at some point we have to. That's a man. great like that's movie. It, movie. Is. it is. It is. That's a phenomenal movie. You know, when I worked at the movie theater, that was the one on my name tag as my favorite movie. I saw that the most in the episode of any movie. Yeah. But I think it's a hard stay away at this point, man.
1: But no, I mean, that's just the whole go point
0: for it. Too much pod. going on there's in that film. Wanna... It's, it's
1: great. Anyways. Yeah.
0: Uh, but we'll talk some spacey If we, we want to do K-Packs, I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an obscure reference. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we all agree it was Morgan Freeman was yeah. the best yep. uh, performer in this film. Uh, what do we think was the best scene I in feel the like film we've all quite been... Quite a few of them.
1: We've all been... I, I mean, I think the ending with a bullet... It's
0: not, wow. pun not, wow, well, not... Pun not intended. Wow. not pun not intended. The
1: ending was... Too
0: soon. <laughs> Man, she was no, trying to find a job incredible. to be a teacher. And you I just... feel
1: like, and, I, and by ending, I don't even like just starting at when they're driving to the field all the way to the end. I'm just riveted. So you don't consider the car a different scene than? If the... I if it is, then the car is the better scene. I think. Wait, I... What's the car? Oh, Where like they the conversation. The conversation. The car. Spacey's in the back seat, and 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 it's just mostly. I admire you. Yeah, yeah, like, mostly shut up the back- you
0: fucking freak, you know. And it's like they're, he's baiting Brad Pitt. and
1: Brad oh, Pitt's. Okay, dead I didn't him. like that.
3: Scene. Yeah. Oh,
0: I love. That I love scene. that scene. I too. I love that scene. The back and forth, amazing. It's just there's and and
1: if the case is to be made for Spacey in this movie, it's almost like exclusively that scene. It's yeah. so good. You're sort of getting like what his motivation is, but his motivation. Is. It reminds me of. Of uh, Mindhunter, which I love yeah, now, I and love that scene—that scene was like out of Mindhunter, mm-hmm. where there's like someone like talking, like how do you have a rational conversation with a completely irrational person? That's right. what that scene sort of was like, and and it's, you kind of planted the scenes for Mindhunter there. I loved it. That was mm-hmm. great. And then what's in the box? What's in the box? Put the gun I down. I saw you
4: with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, baby. It
1: seems that envy is my sin. No, what's in the box? Not to give me the What's gun? in the fucking box? Give me the gun. Iconic.
2: Although I don't, I, I didn't remember upon initially viewing it, how long that goes on for? It's like What's in the box? five minutes of Brad Pitt going, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> What's in the
4: box? Like it's just, yeah.
0: it's like
2: the same clip so
0: It's become a parody. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's spawned yeah. many
2: dick in a box memes. <laughs> <laughs> That's What's funny. <laughs> What's in the box? Not you dick knew we were going to do that. Yep.
0: <laughs> Are you looking up, Mikey? Um. I was actually just looking up uh, what was in the box. I <laughs> like, didn't know. I still don't know <laughs> what movie I, <believe> I did. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why was he so upset?
0: <laughs> what was, <in> <laughs> was in the box? You know, that the, the studio,
1: like there was a whole thing about how the studio like did like 100%. Oh, we're yeah. not we're not doing this box ending. That's disgusting. And then the wrong script <laughs> got sent it's to disgusting. Then the wrong script got sent to David Fincher, and he was like, "Oh, I'm 100% making this movie." And they said, "Oh no no no, sorry, we sent you the wrong script." He goes, "Well, I'm not making this movie unless there's this box ending." And then yeah. again, the studio tried to do it. And then Brad Pitt was like, "Oh well, I'm not making this movie if there isn't the box ending because that's kind of why I signed on to this movie."
2: And I think they compromised by saying, "We won't show you what's in the box," which is great. Which I think mm-hmm. is infinitely better. Although. I watched it the other day with my younger brother who had never seen it before. So Mm -hmm. he was, he's like 25 years old, was watching it for the first time. And before we even got to that scene, he was like, because he knew just the line, what's in the box. He had already figured out what was in the box. He was like, really? He was like, nah, it's her head, isn't it? Wow.
3: (laughs) I heard they did shoot the head part, though. I think (laughs) Mm, they they just didn't use it. Venture shoots
0: everything. I remember (laughs) really just it's the wisps of blonde hair. There's a little bit of like. I didn't notice that. I feel like, but I don't know if I'm imagining that or not. I feel like this is that history. would be actually pretty cool when I was younger too I really connected to the metronome you know how Morgan Freeman Somerset character needs the metronome to sleep Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. because I could never I can't fall asleep without the TV on and I, I haven't been able to since I was probably like, I don't know, like
3: I'm the same way. eight or
0: nine. So when when that when that he was doing that when I was like fourteen and saw that, I was like, Oh my god, like I totally understand why he needs that. I used to be like White that. My noise, wife
1: kinda yeah. snuffed that out.
0: <laughs> I still <laughs> I go to bed, I'm not kidding, with this phone and one AirPod in my thing and I watch oh, Star wow. Trek and fall asleep. That's really? the only way I can fall asleep. Soothing. I can't lie there and just stare at the
3: ceiling. I'll think about too much weird oh, yeah. shit. It's brutal. <laughs> yeah. But it's a metronome is very annoying. Like, t- like it would, it would drive you yeah. insane. It's like the beating yeah. heart. Yeah. Just buy a TV, throw on some Baywatch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's how he fall asleep when I was best. Yeah, Baywatch. Um, yeah, I love you know. Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep I, it on the pedestal. Yeah. My George Harrison pick here. Would Ooh, be, I like it. Oh no, would be the scene when uh, in the with the subway is rattling the house and oh, they're all laughing. Scene. I think he's
2: good. He's efficient. Trace really likes it. Then I start wondering why will he only bring us here for five minutes at a time. Yeah,
1: we found out the first night.
2: The soothing, relaxing,
0: vibrating home. The it's,
3: its a good scene. Mm-hmm. But I say George Harrison because that's not really the best scene. The best scene is the what's in the box. It's th- it's a, it's iconic. Psych- it's 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 one of those movies that like
1: it, it, the ending might be good enough on its own to put this movie on the pedestal just because that mm-hmm. ending is so good.
3: But I will say once you have seen the movie already, it does go on a long time. Oh, but if you, wow. but I think first time, I, do I was wonder like, that. if you've
1: there. never seen this movie before this, that ending must destroy you. Is there any mm-hmm. way, like if you've avoided all spoilers,
0: years ago uh, when when i was on tour uh, with our band our drummer ted you guys know he uh, he had never seen it and we had a like a, okay. a thing in our our little van that we were touring we had like a tv and a vcr so we got seven we bought it at like some like value village for like 3 bucks on vhs we're, like you have to see this movie and we're driving like through the plains of like whatever manitoba and um everybody like all four of us in the back or three of us in the back guy driving we we're all just watching ted to oh, see that's him what react would do. That's, I'm just, to the that's head of the, the box because yeah. you know I mean? you're like oh my god and he did not figure it out unlike your brother oh good yes. good good yeah he was and what was shocked his reaction oh he was fucked up yeah yeah the he's whole like nuts. he was like like the movie ends and he just goes did he cry
2: like,
0: quiet he just goes that's, that's that's really fucked up <laughs> that's, that's that's really fucked up and then we just be quiet for a while and 20 minutes later he's like seriously though I think we broke Ted Um, he's also he's a religious dude too so the seven deadly sins I think the whole thing messed with him
2: hit him yeah, uh,
0: my, my scenes were uh, the box. Uh, what's mm-hmm. in the box? That scene still is very powerful. I didn't feel like it went too long, uh, even though I knew it was coming. Maybe because I was kind of trying to watch it with Fred. Like I was like, I was trying to imagine what it was like the first time people saw this in theaters. Like just like yeah. how yep. revolutionary or, or different it might have been. So that scene for sure. And I do. I think the d- diner scene between Morgan Freeman and Gwyneth Paltrow is very good. But I do lean. I, I'm now back in. I'm in Shane's corner here. That it is bad advice.
3: Yeah, I just thought it was weird. It is bad yeah. advice. But I think You're it's right.
0: advice. That he would give,
3: yes, but Maybe it is bad definitely advice horrible in, like a, advice. in
0: a universal way. But I yeah. think it's true that he would give that advice as a character, yeah. Based he's on a lot of touch
3: in that, exactly. Yeah. 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 Did you say your favorite scene?
2: I didn't. Uh, I obviously love what's in the box, but I think also what Shane said. I love that uh, shaking of the house scene. It's really good. Scene. It's so good, mm-hmm. so good, and I just love like her sweet, delicate energy mixed with like these guys trying to trying to crack this case. I don't know. She's just so pure in this movie. And I like it. It does
3: so much for them as bonding. Yes. To show that, oh, Morgan Freeman can actually befriend this guy.
2: Right. Or the Mm -hmm. scene right before it when they're kind of like arguing in the office and then she calls Brad Pitt And he's like, ah, and has to hand the phone over to Morgan Freeman. And she so sweetly invites him to dinner and like forces this kind of partnership between them. Which feels like a small town thing, which says a lot about her character. That's what you would do in a small
0: town. It does. I I
3: don't think Morgan would have gone had Brad asked
2: absolutely not no he did it to be courteous to the wife and which is why i think the
3: gun thing too was again him being courteous because that scene kind of got my head there like he knows how to be polite Mm -hmm. also another
0: good little uh moment and the movie's filled with them is i think right before that call brad pitt hides the canterbury tales cole's notes in the desk because he doesn't want morgan freeman to see that he's reading the cole's notes and not the actual uh i noticed that uh, yeah i like the cole's notes bit Mm -hmm. yeah that was funny just like a little thing you know um because brad pitt Obviously knows how smart Morgan Freeman is, so he's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I'm willing to do the work. It's just you know, I'm a little bit embarrassed about that." It
1: also like revealed a little bit more, like what you were saying about the high school guy, who's sort of like, "That's probably how he got through school probably all, a lot of yeah. shortcuts." Yeah. yeah,
3: but also in this circumstance, the much smarter route to go, Morgan's <laughs> reading. <good> research, right? <laughs> uh, who's got time? Yeah, you'd read the Wikipedia page today. <laughs> yeah,
1: Lizzie, yeah you exactly. Gotta, yeah, yeah, a we a got it. Seven sins. There, no. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're bad. Yeah, <laughs> I got it.
2: I read that there was a lot of talk about there being a sequel to this movie, and I thought Eight. I wrote this down because I thought this was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more. <laughs> oh, um, but funny. When, when asked if there would be, David Fincher said. What has to be my favorite quote of all time, and I'm going to use this quote anytime anyone asks me to do anything I don't want to do. He said, "I would have less interest in that than I would in having cigarettes put out in my eyes." Wow! <laughs> all right,
3: there you go. Simple, no would suffice. <laughs> but thank you, David.
1: <laughs> Are you quoting a movie that you don't actually want on the pedestal? Sorry. What's that? Oh, Billy Madison.
3: <laughs> what, what part is that? I'm, I'm still
2: mad. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to past episodes, Caleth, but we did I... not keep Billy Madison on the oh, pedestal, and well, it is still upsetting, John.
2: I just listened to you guys shit all over Garden State. Thank oh. you very much.
0: <laughs> is that a fave yeah. of yours?
2: I, I was telling him in the elevator. I haven't rewatched it in recent years. So. It's Come back one to of those movies where you you sit there, I loved it though. Where you're all excited yeah. to show oh, someone. I
1: loved it. Yeah, You're so excited. You're like, oh my God, this is one of the best movies. And you're sitting there and you start sweating because you're like, oh my God, like, God, this movie's terrible. I want to
2: love it. Oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we showed yes. Ted that one in the van and he quit the band. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's I'm what happens. That Made me laugh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Saved my joke, baby. Everyone else just
0: stared at me. Uh, okay, all right, let's move on. Let's get on to the uh, case for knocking this movie off the pedestal. What is aged badly? What was bad even then? What are its flaws? Can we just start
1: by we touched on it earlier about does the fact that because does a presence of Kevin Spacey just outdate any movie that he is in, period. No. We talked about this mm. with... Uh, with uh, well, that's what doesn't age well. Yeah. Well, like na- like with Naked <laughs> Gun, Spacey, we yeah. did Naked Gun and there's uh, O.J. Uh, Simpson and does mm. his very involvement in the movie just make it like, oh, this can be Well, can't I am on the distracted when
3: Kevin Spacey says at one point, he's like, even worse, this guy was a pederast. A, a drug dealer? A, a drug dealing pederast, actually. Actually. And let's not forget the disease spreading horror. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, aren't you kind of a pederast? He <laughs> yeah, is. All kind I'm of thinking of. about is Kevin Spacey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just this weird. Yeah. So and then you're topical. looking up the
0: word pederast, and the government's <laughs> looking at your yeah. uh, your search engine.
3: So I just don't know. Like
1: I we, uh, this, I wonder how many times it's going to come up because this is going to keep not with with Spacey and, and any other movies of, of with canceled guys nowadays. Just his very involvement make it
3: hard to put this movie on the pedestal
2: i don't think so i mean there's so many people being canceled for all sorts of things you can't just throw away a whole amazing movie but i think if
3: they're playing an evil person it does help i agree agree with that what is the woman who got in trouble for not uh aunt becky but the other one felicity huffman felicity huffman she was in uh, she played like the evil lawyer in uh when they see us yeah, oh. yeah. Have you seen that? And it mm-hmm. totally helped the fact that she was just involved with that scandal. It felt good she right. was to like her. a real
1: bitch in Frasier too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess if awesome. a Frasier rerun comes on, that's helpful. But
1: <laughs> when <laughs> they see us, I guess when attention. a Frasier rerun comes <laughs> on, wow. it's one of the funniest shows of all time. All right, for another <laughs> yeah, podcast, That's <laughs> yes. a bold claim. <laughs> yeah. Wow, are we not are we an anti-Frazier room here? I'm
3: pro-Frazier. Yeah. Okay, I'm pro- it's no Fra- Seinfeld, but I am. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
2: It's no Seinfeld.
3: Um,
0: Roz or Daphne. Ooh, Ross. She idea. seems like she'd be up to some freaky shit.
3: Oh,
1: I like, <laughs> I was gonna I say, <laughs> I like Daphne. I just going to say like a fun
0: hang. Yeah. <laughs> you like Daphne? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Roz is too Roz much Daphne. of a guy's. That's the big seven question.
2: I'm going to go Ross. Yes. <laughs> there you
3: go. Wow. I think, see, I think you'd rather be friends with Ross. Yeah. And so would I. <laughs> But <laughs> Daphne would be like, she's so like delicate and cute. And- I don't know. Going
0: deep no. on the psychology <laughs> Yeah, there. I like her. Uh, so, you know, it's fascinating, the whole idea about how we approach people that have been canceled, like Kella said. And sometimes I, I think, like, in 50 years, when nobody's going to talk about how famous you know kevin spacey was or Brad pitt was and i know a part of sort of hollywood's legacy and all this stuff but it's like if you see a movie now from like 1955 and it's like oh that guy definitely used to beat his wife do people even remember like what happened and now i'm not saying that they shouldn't be that means we should celebrate them or give them lifetime achievement awards but can you watch the film and be like that's still a classic film and the actual like uh, personal details fall away or they're they're sort of crimes and misdemeanors. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. But sometimes when I think about a film like this, in fifty years, people won't even probably know who Kevin Spacey is. It's true. But mm-hmm. the film might still exist, and then you'll watch it, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is just great." Like I think we'll still know who Brad Pitt is. Those crimes and misdemeanors—a specific Woody Allen reference,
1: because (laughs) that's all I was thinking as he said that. But but I don't know the answer.
0: I don't know the answer to like. I don't either. But I mean, like 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 it exists. We can't ignore that it exists. But should they be able to sort of still be celebrated and get all the fruits of their sort of like like all the fun things that come with fame and celebrity and money and all that? It seems like all that shit's gone anyway. What you're
3: saying is like uh, with Michael Jackson, you always say this because he's dead. He gets like a bit of a get out of jail free card
0: yeah like people can still like sort of allow themselves to listen to his music
1: because like, there, i feel like there's some uh, i feel like i've heard someone on some other podcast say this rule that it's one of those anything that that person made before you found out all the stuff about this person that's okay it's really? like the moment like any of michael jackson's records post 1991 you're like <laughs> you can't listen to those mm-hmm. but you can listen to thriller and you could like so i wonder if like kevin like you can't watch that uh there's some new kevin spacey movie that, that he was just in, like that one no like you can't watch any new kevin spacey stuff but I, but
2: i don't know are people still casting him in things
1: yeah what? he was in something recently really? yeah wow. i don't know i can't remember what it's called but they released it and they put it out and it bombed huge because everyone's like oh i gotta see a fucking kevin right. spacey movie yeah, yeah i know what you're saying like john wayne was like a a famously horrible guy. And there's more and more stuff about John Wayne coming out like all the time, but I don't think any of his movies are being like thrown in the trash. Right. So yeah, I don't know. That's my question.
2: I think we're quick to dispose of things nowadays. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. What Kevin Spacey did is deplorable. It's awful, but you know, he is just a role in a great movie And, yeah, don't continue to cast him in stuff. Yeah. That's insane. And to consume new stuff, I agree. That's a little that's a little shaky.
1: And Shane makes a good point. That him him being the the worst of the worst kind of bad guy kind of makes it okay. It helps. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's the hero of the movie, I'm supposed to cheer for him. That probably would make it tougher.
0: Yeah, but. maybe we won't do K-Packs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> some other bad things, uh, I thought. Like, they really laid off on thick in the beginning with Somerset that, like, it's like his like the other police don't like him. Like it's mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. like for his partner's like, he's like, did the kids see the murder? It's like the cop's like who gives a shit you're always asking fucking questions like yeah, this that Somerset <laughs> <laughs> you can't retire quick enough fuck you man like, what that's the guy from,
1: from Full yeah, Metal Jacket but right?
3: it's so ridiculous tra- it's yeah. like no, a, no that's not the sergeant who are we talking it's about it's one of the one? random no. cops oh the beat cop the beat yeah.
0: cop off the top and then even the sergeant's like the sergeant does there's it that too. big brain of yours going again Somerset <laughs> I'm like why again I'm like why does everybody hate Somerset he's just good at his job like are they trying to set up that he's like smarter than all these guys anyway I was just like this is very uh laying it on thick
2: but it is know. also a little bit accurate to what the real like police world is like like you it's have experience. all it's, you said, yeah it's all oh. politics and if you're i mean they want to push you out once you're old and close to retirement because you know you're probably a little too wise to how things are and asking too many questions and sometimes yeah if you're not willing to play the game
0: do you, you come from a family of cops
2: my husband's family is, most of them are uh, cops. A lot of them are cops, retired cops, and they have a lot of interesting stories.
0: So I feel like you're in this unique position because you study criminals. Mm-hmm. You know how the police procedural stuff works. Right. You could probably be <laughs> a very efficient criminal.
2: I don't think anyone can be in the days of DNA. No way. Uh, I've thought uh, about this a lot. No, I'm
0: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, days of DNA and internet. It's just no, and yeah, Wikipedia. Everywhere. Yeah, yep.
2: no, there's way too much security.
0: Right. So if you're if, if you're intending to commit a a seven deadly sins style uh, murder spree, your time is passed.
2: You'll be yeah. caught after the first one. Well, see
1: now, <laughs> but see now, there's a
0: lot of cops who say that the the DNA times almost make it
1: harder in a whole new way where oh if the if processing there is times no DNA, are long. If you haven't put any, then juries
3: won't convict you. If if every you that's is every jury mm-hmm. I, I think if you work at a barbershop, it's easier. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just the hair collection. Just like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> collect people's hair that you've cut what
1: and are sprinkle are it around crime scenes. scenes. You don't yeah. get it.
0: But then they're going to be looking for a barber.
3: Are you saying that <laughs> the, 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 a barber would be the perfect criminal? What are you saying? <laughs> it's a good way to collect DNA is what I'm saying. Like you're saying that go to the barber shop of any criminal. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying if you want to throw them off the scent, get a bunch of hair. Or like a, ma- a <laughs> okay. manicurist, maybe. Yes, exactly. Some
2: Jobs like a perfect things. crime. <laughs>
3: just throw hair in the air. It
1: actually, would be. Actually, you know what? Now I laughed, but that's like like overdo it with the DNA. You know what?
3: You got me on. It's board. Finally, mm-hmm. come around. That I have was actually the whole come point. around. I didn't yeah. know what you were talking about.
1: Now I do. Yeah. And then just, you know what? Let's
3: commit a crime together. Yeah, and there's and do like this. if your hair's there and there's a bunch of hair there. Like shave. You can throw even, your own hair in even there. Even you shave your head in the apartment. The perfect, <laughs> had a the den, perfect they crime
1: yeah. <laughs> opens the door. There's just one strip <laughs> <his> head. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Problem <laughs> officer.
2: And he hasn't thought about the security system that's kept the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Just a man throwing hair <laughs> shaving his head. <laughs> oh.
3: Was not me? Wow. <laughs> Was not <laughs> <wasn't> me? me. <laughs> Oh, that's not Checks me. out. <laughs> um, but do you think, okay, the scene you're talking about, yes, where, yes. where he's getting uh, made fun of, like, who the fuck cares about kids? Yeah. They're trying to set up that Morgan has a soft spot for kids yeah. again, right?
0: Which is fine. You just mm-hmm. have the other cop be, like,
3: oh, not sure. Oh, it was way too hard, but I just <laughs> yeah. wanted to say they were really, like... Yeah, not sure. It wasn't or here. Chadwick.
0: Good luck on your retirement.
1: Yeah. This mm-hmm. movie, I think, a lot of times, and that's an example is a few words. This movie... Thinks it's like it's the, one of the smartest movies ever by quoting lots of very smart things, but it's not that smart of a movie. It's it's a good pulpy detective movie, but there's some like the the you brought up the the model getting killed when they say like come on cut off her nose to spite her face to spite her face. <laughs> oh, oh, I, was I, like, I was like I was like come oh. on man, what are you doing? <laughs> wow, no. jeez, this movie sometimes there's a few things like they're just cringy. I don't know. Like, like it definitely feels like Fincher is like this music video director who's like, I'm finally going to get to make like my real art movie, and this is I'm going to make a real serious movie, and then in the end, it's like I don't know if you really made a smart movie as much as you made kind of a very incendiary, crazy movie with lots of cool, crazy stuff, and I don't know how smart it is. Like, does like I don't know what it has to say about society in general. Like, he had this thing where he said, this movie isn't a detective movie. This movie is uh, is a more about meditation on evil. And I'm like, no, it's a detective movie. It's a, it's a, a. don't know.
0: You were saying that the city is an antagonist, and you liked that it brought... I do st-
1: like that, but I, I... Saying
0: something about that, city life. He is,
1: but and I mean, the, he the just nature straight of man. up says it. I don't know if it, he just straight up has sure. characters be like, I hate the city. This city's horrible. Right. And as someone who lives in the city and is raising a kid in the city, I kind of... I don't know if I totally agree with the
0: thesis of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, did you have anything on your shit list? Some of the negatives of this film, reasons to knock it off the pedestal.
2: I agree. There's a couple lines that are almost like too perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the nose despite the face no. part. <laughs> uh, there's a couple lines like that where you're like, this is like just too perfectly written. If that makes sense, not the way people speak. Yeah. yeah. Um. But overall, I loved it. I still it still holds no up flaws. for me. Not not no flaws. There's like a little little bits of writing here and there that like bothered me a little. Really, just the the long, long opening credits. Like yeah. I could not believe Those how long they went are, on. I for. wrote that
1: it's like watching a 90s music video. It yeah. is. Yeah. I have yeah. 90s in my notes too. Yeah. It's uh, very it's, 90s. It's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of the most outdated parts of this movie though. That yeah. was the opening credits.
2: Like I just could not believe how long they went yeah. on. For. So yeah.
1: So long. It's like it's like he made. It's like David Fincher was like I'm, I'm in the in the beginning of his movie. He's gonna make one of his music videos. Yeah.
3: Like
0: a Nine Inch Nails music. video. I
3: didn't video. hate it that much for some reason. I was yeah. like
0: I never see credits like
1: this. Oh, this oh, is
3: kind of cool.
2: Don't get me wrong. it's
0: it's super 90s but I like it and I actually love that it is ultimately the John Doe character doing his work right like Mm -hmm. shaving the the, the fingerprints and all that stuff the notebooks all this stuff I
1: love this. I looked
3: at it as part of the movie. I wasn't like these are strictly open I I like
0: that it's
1: storytelling but it's kind of like up its own butt where I don't know if you it's like he started with I want to make something cool and it's like oh I can make this part of the story too. Mm -hmm. Just felt that way. I don't know. It
3: was so 90s I couldn't get over that home. Do you think it started out and he's like, okay, we're just going to show the stars and they're like, going to show the costume designer. He's like, fuck, okay, another scene.
2: Like, <laughs> I, like, I did actually dang. read- What about
3: the best boy?
2: Yeah. <laughs> best boy electric. <laughs> I did actually read that there were many uh, iterations yeah, of, me this, too. Yeah. of mm-hmm. this opening sequence.
1: There was someone where, where he wanted to do something grand and then they had, like, read, run I, out of money. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what it was. I read this,
0: what they wanted to do was the opening credit scene was going to be Morgan Freeman and Right, um, looking at houses in in the country. Oh, so yeah. he was going to yes. be like buying the house. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. See, that would have been awesome. Yeah, so basically it has the opening and then it goes to him that buying the house. That would have been a major upgrade. But, major. They ran, but they ran out of money. And then there's someone and then said to him, just like, well, we got all those notebooks. notebooks so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. And apparently it was like, I don't know who it was on the set uh, that, that, decided, that suggested it. And then he wanted to bring in some big music video director to do the credits. Oh,
4: interesting. But, but the
0: guy with the idea was like, no, no, no. I'm directing the opening credits. Yeah. Oh, there's a different director for the opening yeah. credits? It's not oh, David wow. Fincher. No. One of the most famous
1: music video directors yeah. of all time? Wow. Yeah. That
0: shocks
2: that me. That is surprising, yeah.
0: We're on Wikipedia, but again, Wikipedia was giving me some weird numbers. You know, maybe the international uh, version Well, <laughs> uh, I think your numbers one. were pretty oh, big. Boy. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, so Kevin Spacey obviously is something that hasn't aged well uh, for reasons outside of the film.
2: But we agree Brad Pitt has aged well. Well, hold on. I just want
0: to... <laughs> yes, he's aged very well.
1: But I think there's some John Doe... There's a lot of John Doe issues. Sure. My biggest one is, can you actually hold a gun to someone and make them eat so much that they burst? He's got lines of
0: distension across the duodenum and the interior wall is ripped open. This man ate till he
1: burst. He didn't really
4: burst. Not all the way. He was...
1: Internally. It feels like his superpower is holding a gun to someone. I hold a gun to you and I make you do a thing. It just—it just felt very like well, pedestrian.
0: He, he, you guys just said that there's like a will to like you—you you would live to spite your face because of the will to live.
1: Yeah, I just—I don't know. At some point, at some point, when there's a gun to, can you? Like, I just feel like it's physically impossible. Yeah, I don't think you can. There's no possible mm-hmm. way, right? With this, where the only threat is there's gun to your Keep eating, keep eating. At some point, like the threat mm-hmm. start after weeks and weeks and weeks, yeah. the threat starts to feel a little.
0: Okay, so you're saying he practically is sitting there with the gun pressed to the That's head. That's what they said. They there's, there was Mark. From having a gun pressed to your yeah. head. So, two things. One, he could sit down and be like, keep eating. And then when the guy doesn't eat, he'll go up and he'll hold it there and yeah. he'll sit down again. The guy's too big to move anywhere anyway. anyway.
1: I, I'm just saying, yeah. It's. I feel like after like two weeks of it, he's just like, oh, just fucking shoot me. Like, it's just like. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just
3: feel so weird to All actually right, I'll, I'll eat so much. Maybe a normal weighted person can't eat themselves to death, but when you're that big, you can't move, and you're just like. Ooh. It just felt like gun, <laughs> like
1: his, like the, sadistic, the, work. <laughs> the, the a bit of an accurate serial killer. <laughs> oh. His his uh, his big move is just point a gun at a guy and say fucker with that. It thing. is a
3: good move though. It's a it's good. The move. It just one thing feels that can so like.
1: I don't know. I feel so lame for what it's supposed to be the most sadistic. I've never seen it I don't know. It's just every time it's like gun. But it, you
3: can't put a guy with the machete dick in a torture device and then be like, all right, you're gonna fuck her again and then take her out. I don't know. He actually like, intended
0: for the big guy to wear the machete dick, but the dick was too big to fit into the contraption. <laughs> so he had to go gluttony. All right, you
3: eat yourself to death. <laughs> We're the one gonna one
0: switch knows. it up here. Yeah. I was
1: going to
4: anyway. <laughs> 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 10 bags of
0: Trios. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you <can say> yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <sighs> oh, man. This is getting punchy.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, another thing in movies like this, where it's like you have a genius criminal that, like, you know, their life's work, their master plan to do seven crimes. There are so many opportunities for it to go wrong. Like, what if you get cops that literally just don't give a shit? Like, it's like, ooh, she had, the wife had circles around her eyes. So we got to check the, uh, the, it's like some cops are like, it's five o'clock. I'm going to the bar. What if he caught those two detectives? And he could have.
1: There was no, I guess, I guess he was trying to say that he was expecting them to be really dumb, so he's expecting this to be drawn. Like, this whole thing takes place over a week, and I think this guy expected this to be drawn out over, like, weeks and months, and this is yeah. supposed to be his masterpiece. That's why he, like, rushed things at the end.
0: But even the rushing things at the end... I guess he was writing the sins, so he was being very on the nose to sort of give them enough but to sort of go But that a
3: with. little lazy at some point. Like, it did. I thought he was gonna do different stuff than just be, like, sloth and spray paint across right. the wall. I just feel
1: he wasn't as... Uh, he just... The gun thing... And there's a few other things. He wasn't as, like craziest serial killer of all time that this movie is making him out to be. Like Morgan Freeman's like, I've never seen anything. It's like, I don't know. This guy just seems like a like a, the I
4: the, don't think they're giving free him enough stuff,
3: credit, man, The yeah, stuff he
1: does is like no, horrifying. Bro. I don't know. But I
3: think if you live perpetually in a movie, that might not be the shockingest thing. Right. But yes. if we're adding some realism, if this happened in Toronto, this would be the most shocking I guess you're right. If this happened
2: anywhere, I mean, no, yeah. there's li- no example of a serial killer this intelligent. Mm-hmm. Even the ones, I mean, it's not even really that common for them to play these like cat and mouse games with law enforcement. Mm-hmm. But even when they do, It's not like generally the I guess the Zodiac killer. Zodiac would be be the most infamous of them, yeah.
0: And he's extremely famous because of how sort of
2: because of yeah clever
3: their inability
2: to to crack it.
3: It bothered me how ninja like he was at evading them. I agree. Like he had a limp and then he just he he have a limp? He did, yeah. They, oh. they talk about how he had a limp. It was one of his characteristics. Are you sure you're not thinking about Kaiser Soze? I mean, no, he. They I, mentioned that he had a limp. And I know. he, even and he did. He was a parkouring. Bit like yeah. I, to your point, mm-hmm. He was
0: fucking parkouring when he was escaping Brad Pitt. So, so and okay. he's a
3: perfect he shot because yeah. gun is his is his secret power. Some psycho <laughs> runs through your apartment and jumps out the window. Yeah, I don't care if you're eight years old. You're not just going to be watching the cartoons like nothing happened. Right. That's terrifying. Hey, man, the
0: city's a shitty place. I've yeah. seen a lot of stuff. It's raining all the time. <laughs> Always people run through your place where you're trying to watch cartoons.
1: I've uh, seen some shit like that kid is like well it's happening no again. I agree I agree. no I know what you mean
0: anytime a movie gets into that it's like we need a chase scene so let's like we have to have some action here because it's been a lot of talking and that's a lot of scene, super. He's not felt a
1: very much like that no. that scene felt like a studio being like okay nothing really big has happened in a while let's, let's put in a big pit chasing the, the villain kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah it didn't fit and that that's, didn't fit who the characters were pit didn't see anyways yeah I agree especially John Doe does not seem like that kind of a character
3: Ever, and even the way he like carries himself, and how he was acting like I could have killed you, but I I let you live. Do you think that's true, or is just a terrible shot? <laughs> no, he had the gun to his like cheek, right? Oh, at that, yeah. at that yeah. one mm-hmm. moment, that's what he's you're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, my bad. But <laughs> but I
0: wonder from that moment he he. I've also wondered over like through the years. When did he decide that he was going to kill Gwyneth Paltrow down here. and make Brad Pitt sort of like the end of the masterpiece, the end game? Those two killings, mm-hmm. uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and then the John Doe character, and it's like yeah, he had to point? decide at some point after did... Mills becomes a prominent player. Well, and mm-hmm. he kind of broke the rules of That's the game. That's what I wrote.
1: He wrote, yeah. he changed his M.O. is what I wrote. It's like it's like this is supposed to be your masterpiece, where it's all people who don't who who deserve it. Yeah. And then at the very end, I'm just going to kill the I'm going to kill the cop's wife. And it's like, but what does that have to do with Like now you're I don't know. Well, he's, it's like he's I stretching feel envy the
3: towards. Brad, yeah, he's stretching those sins a little
1: bit. <laughs> and then wrath will be that you're angry. It's like, I don't know. I kind of got lazy at the end of your master plan here.
3: But it's like you kill the person who has envy. You don't kill yeah. the person who's making you envy. Well, the person Correct.
0: did get killed that had envy.
3: No uh Yeah. John Sh- Doe. But yeah. that was used for wrath.
0: Oh. For Envy, That's he she. He th- why'd she friend. die? Yeah,
3: that didn't make any sense. Yeah, because then was... Brad
0: should have died for the wrath. Because because
1: Doe yes. was punished exactly. for the Envy. Exactly, so
3: it's a mm-hmm. double whammy He of changed his whiz.
1: thing at the end. So anyone studying this would be like, yeah, this guy really whiffed it at the end of his plan here.
0: <laughs> also... Just procedurally, and this might be weird, but if you have like choppers and all this stuff, and they're following this car, you would think that every time they got, let's say, a mile out, there would be roadblocks. How does that UPS truck get
1: through? I
2: was wondering that too. Yeah.
0: Like, was the road that. was the road open? How do they not
1: shoot them? Like, they have a they keep. They have snipers in a thing. If there's someone driving up, they yell, "Stop! Stop! Stop! Stop!" What if there's? What if there's that van is filled with guys? Like, they don't like know how. They have no or idea. Yeah. What if it's a big explosion? Yeah. 100. He's
2: like, "Don't worry, it's just a head." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and why would you use UPS?
0: <laughs> I don't know if no. it was UPS, or, but or, it was a courier, yeah, or a yeah. delivery any, person. Any, why right. do you
3: need a courier service? Just get right. any dude, pay him five hundred bucks, and you yes. know they're gonna be there. I don't this know. guy's hmm. like on the clock. UPS and other courier services are never. On time when they say it's going to be there.
2: So, I mean, even in the movie, they're a couple minutes late.
3: Five minutes late. Yeah. I know we paid him five hundred bucks, but you could have paid anybody. Right. That. And it's it's just, just it just like, felt yeah. very movie, movie. It felt too many
0: opportunities for his master plan to go awry. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, there's a cycle right perfect, back perfect, to that, like. and it's exactly. true. Yeah. He like he's
1: he's it's a, you see this a lot in bad movies where the where the the villain is brilliant until you take a step back and be like, well, he's more just really, really, really lucky. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure he's brilliant. It's just a million things had to fall perfectly into place for
0: this master plan to work. Yeah, it'd be interesting if it turned out this was literally his tenth try at the seven deadly sins. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just done really <laughs> shitty versions, but no, the <laughs> cop didn't catch on, or he screwed up the second sin. There was,
2: there was a guy uh, who they called the Zodiac Two, and he was in New York and he was killing people based on their astrological signs, wow. and he only got like three d Poor guy. He was caught, <laughs> and I always have wondered if that was. Because he was so sick of people asking him what his sign was. He was like, I'm just gonna start <laughs> what killing What a dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just gonna start killing everyone. Uh,
3: another thing that bothered me. I know Morgan is just dying to use that cool knife, the whole movie. Like he they <laughs> they they make a point to show it, and then he's like, well, I'm gonna open this with it. And it's like, oh, why do you carry a knife? It's a jackknife. it's cool. <laughs> and then okay, at the end, you're the you're the smartest guy ever. You're with the most diabolical criminal of all time. A box comes. And the police, like smartly, are like, call the bomb squad. Yeah. And Morgan's like, hmm, what do I do here? They even have a scene where are like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna open, open it out loud. Yeah. And I'm, then I'm you. I'm gonna think, open it. Well, might as well open it. You know, the guy's been like, I really admire you, your work. You're gonna think it's a bomb in there. And his right. plan is you open and it. He has and he specifically
1: both said, like, you just wait. My plan is going to, like, something huge is going to happen. <laughs> you have no
3: idea, but I'm telling he's you that the biggest thing possible, yeah. and he's like, I'm just going to open it. Like, I could <laughs> see Brad doing that move because he's the young hotshot who's kicking down right. doors. Morgan's like, no, we got to wait. Well, just wait there. A, there's an
0: alternate reality where Morgan doesn't and he walks back and then. Kevin Spacey has to very uncoolly just explain to Brad Pitt that it's your wife's head in a box. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not Please climactic. It. It's like the moment's So what was in the box, yeah. Mr. Somerset? Oh, I don't know. It's still back there. But it's like the question asked him changed. Like Brad Pitt's like, no, seriously, what's in the box? What's in the box? Like, yeah. well, what's in the box? Like, it's your wife's head. It's like, yeah, oh, I don't mean, believe nice. you. Come on. Not
2: you you You're a fucking liar. She's at her parents' house. You <laughs> scam.
0: <laughs> yeah, anyway. Who...
1: I know this is ninety. I may, okay, so this is an outdated thing, I guess. Because is it possible to go literally an entire day without like calling your wife? Or is, I guess that is a thing that was oh, like in '95, yeah. right? That's an outdated thing because now I don't know if you I can if you're go. cop a cop
0: working a twelve-hour shift, are you, like do you even yeah. call like once to your shift you know, in the you old know. days?
3: you might text five times, but if you got to actually call from the yeah. landline, yeah, that's true, it's believable. So I buy that. All
0: right,
1: uh, I think the library plot is dumb as dog shit. Saving books are flying. Books on, say, nuclear weapons, and, well, Mein Kampf. Anyone who checks out a flag book has his library records fed into the FBI's computers from
4: then on. Wait, 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 how is this legal?
1: The idea that the most brilliant guy in the world, just buy the books. So this guy is like checking books I out. Agree. He's checking yep. books out I of the library, yes. and then Morgan Freeman's like, "Okay, this guy loves the Seven Deadly Sins, so he probably loves these books. And maybe you don't know this, but the feds actually keep track of who's taking your library books out. So we're gonna check who's taking the books out, and then they pick find the one guy, the first guy on the list who's taken out all the books in the Seven Deadly Sins, and that's the guy. It's convenient. It's like, <laughs> come on, come on, no, that's just so uh, this this library. The I bet you
0: there's been cases solved that way. Has there been?
2: I don't know about a library specifically, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And I think some criminals can be really li- stupid.
0: I buy it. Yeah. I buy mm-hmm. it. And why he would never think that the government would be tracking his book buying. Or just
1: the whole, whole idea that they of, snabbed the guy because he just, you buy the books. It just seems impossible that the, he's like checking, mm-hmm. constantly checking the government's books, like, oh, we're, like, we're oh, monitoring that too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, no, no, like <laughs> I it.
0: thought you were going to say, I don't buy that like the security guards would listen to like classical music while well, they I play Titanic.
1: I wrote that down.
3: You want some culture? How's this for yeah. culture? I thought Shane yeah. must have laughed at that. I did. I just thought it was incredibly cheesy. So yeah. cheesy. And was, was it just on the radio and he just knew, like, I'm going to do hey, this hey, thing to Morgan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take that, you piece of shit. Here's some Bach. Like, yeah. it just, like, turns up. Uh, like,
0: you think we're on culture because we're playing poker? Here's some culture. And then they're actually yeah. going to play poker for two but hours. Was that a radio station? station? one of my major. I don't know. I
1: hate that scene. Eh.
0: Mm-hmm. They just needed Morgan Freeman to be looking through books to a During
1: nice classical a score. Exactly. That's it.
3: Yeah. A um,
1: lot of reversals, like, stuff where we start at the end, and how do we make it? Yeah, just play a classical song. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't to be <laughs> into the scene. It's just, uh...
0: In the original script, they actually pulled out violins, these security guards, <laughs> and they played <laughs> for Morgan while he I was like, I don't know! <laughs>
3: you think I don't, you, you think stupid I yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
3: Tonally, what bothered me was when they're all when they're showering and shaving their nipples and uh, their <laughs> chassis, I'm like, okay, Brad is very chipper here and like willing to make jokes when they're about to go do something that's very scary. I nice buy that laughter? Yeah,
0: I think that's like. But, uh, what else are we gonna do? Right. If we, I, if I we confront the reality of this, it's almost too much to handle. So we have to be light and weird. But
1: mm-hmm. I, I think that's the point of it. But I don't know if Pitt. Played at that I think. So he, he just
3: went to t- two polar extremes. Though. Yeah, like yeah. Morgan, like was more yes contained, and then Pitt was I thought way too mean on that drive. You're a professional police officer. <laughs> you piece of <laughs> shit. Shut up. Can you turn on the air here. I'll give you some air. He was my a fucking mean about. gun. <laughs> 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 like it just it was foreshadowing it too much where I think it would have been a lot cooler if Pitt's like I hate this fucking guy but I'm gonna play the cop move and act right. like we respect well, his intelligence and then once the uh, head is revealed then he's like fuck you and that would have been so much more powerful I agree with that if he wasn't as volatile the entire the time the do less sort of theory of acting where he was just like he just went so big that and there then when wasn't you break him you through. really break him yeah, like, yeah. it's pretty I'll easy to that. break Pitt. yeah, yeah. that I agree bothered
1: that.
0: me Shall we move on to our verdict,
3: guys? No, 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 because no. I,
1: I got a big one. All, I, I, I all was right. Just... <laughs> Who are you, that fat guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh... <laughs> so my biggest issue with this movie, I yeah. thought, <laughs> Mike's giving me a look. What? Um, my biggest issue is that the thing that sort of undercuts this movie the most, I thought it, like when I rewatched it a few years ago and I thought about this one, is that shows like CSI and Law and Order SVU and all these shows have like really, really undercut the impact of this movie. Like I feel, it feels like there's like a thousand hours of crazy serial kill, like in 1995, this was a very, very, very original thing and now it feels like every week, there's about four or five shows currently right now that are sort of about this about detectives following some fucking like if you've ever watched just a random episode of svu like it's fucking nuts like it's crazy some of the shit these bad guys do so it just kind of renders it a little inert like it's not as impactful anymore because i'm like yeah it's crazy but i mean it's, is it as it's it's much better done than your average episode of CSI, but it's still in the same world as it.
2: I agree. The yeah. hunger for police procedurals in general yeah. is like a little out of control. They, they really d- yeah.
1: drove it into Hollywood. Like found that people liked movies like that. They saw like Seven and, and Insomnia and these kind of like poli- like high end police procedurals were doing well. So mm-hmm. let's throw them on network TV and just kill them.
0: Yeah, Murder I think porn. you're underselling the the sort of. Um, enormity and the uniqueness of the crime people on CSI and SVU they commit crimes of either passion or uh or anger or they're like they're trying to get away with something like like money wise this guy is is a serial killer that is doing something for a greater cause he's he's almost more terrifying because there's no there's no method like anyone anyone any four of us could be killed by this guy right so it's like I actually think that yeah if you're going like I think uh uh seven is just a police procedural uh I think it's bigger than a police procedural. I think it's more thoughtful and more interesting. and yeah. It has its flaws for sure. But I do think that like this crime is vastly more interesting than some rich woman in, in you know, on the Upper East Side who sleeps with like a student and then she has to kill him so the husband doesn't find out. Like that's SVU. But there's still, there are,
1: there are, I'm telling you, because I used to watch a lot of CSI. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, there were like three, four episode arcs of guys, serial killers who literally were, they tried to, they, they do try to do bigger things. I'm just telling it's just, there's so much of it now. Sure. There's just so... Even if it's uh, not a quality thing, there's just so much that it sort of drags the genre down. I guess that's all it feels like to me. Like maybe. I'm, wa- I'm watching. I'm like, it's a det- detective solving a serial kill. Like, in the end... That you is- could
0: say that about any genre, though. You could say that, like, there there becomes an oversaturation of comedy. But if it's done well, yeah, it transcends. If
1: it's done... Sometimes I feel like this movie is done in a very pulpy... That's the thing. It's this movie. I don't just mean the genre. Yeah. I mean, this movie really... In, like, in the end, it's a very pulpy movie about detective solving a crazy crime. Yep. That's really, I, I, and as, as uh, there are attempts to go deeper, and it is, it's a very well-made movie, but in the end, it is kind of what it is, and it's sort of, it's hard to really see how it completely, other, other than Fincher's like, very unique auteur style, separates from the pack that, of, of, of the constant and consistent network procedural dramas.
3: What was the sloth murder again? What was that one? That was the guy being tied to the bed who didn't die.
0: Yeah. Which?
3: Right. Was, hey, what, what's that? That's
1: he, lived for... in,
0: he lived in squalor. He lived like he lived a filthy life. It's about us. being lazy. lazy yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. He never left no. his apartment, so they Not found moving.
3: some. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think he was probably just agoraphobic, though, right? Like, didn't want to go outside? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, know. I just think that was a bullshit uh, murder that bothered me. I feel like a few, <laughs> like, yeah, it feels like the.
1: I just don't think that John Doe was as brilliant as I think the movie presents him as. I think he's mm-hmm. sadistic. I don't know if he's brilliant.
2: I think that's true of most serial killers. I, I think, like, true. we canonize them over time and think that they're these, like, incredibly intelligent people. And I agree with you. I think sometimes they're just lucky.
3: Great point. And, yep.
2: yeah, I don't know.
3: And brash enough to get away with it. Because,
1: they're delusional. Yeah. They're delusions of grandeur, as, as right. Pitt says in it. Like, they, like I, what I'm doing is super important. They're like, you're, what you're doing isn't important. You're just a nut. Yeah. You're just a nut who just happens to be killing people in creative ways. But in the end, you're still just like a, a murderer right. and a common one at that.
2: Acting so righteous compared to all these, yeah. these victims of yours.
3: But when they say he's smarter, they're saying he's smarter than us or they're saying for a crazy guy, like let's not underestimate him. He's just as smart as us or maybe a little bit dumber.
2: I mean, they did say that he has the upper hand. I think Mm -hmm. they do. They do make reference to him having outsmarted them.
0: Mm -hmm. And I kind of like when John Doe, when Brad Pitt's like, we were going to catch you eventually. We were going to get you. He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, really? Oh, really? So what were you doing?
3: Biding your time? Toying with me? Allowing five innocent people to die until you felt like springing your trap? Tell me, what was the indisputable
1: evidence you were going to use on me right before I walked up to you and put my
0: hands in the air? John, calm down. And he basically Mm -hmm. just shuts down Brad Pitt. He's like, actually, you don't, you didn't have the upper hand at all. Like you actually were already at his place though. Yeah, but they, they don't know who he is. They couldn't even find anything about him. that like, no, He has no, no past. Kind of That's why he's John Doe. Mm-hmm. So it's like he could have literally just left for Missouri. Or, and his plan it. was always,
1: regardless of how you assume, was to be killed in the end. So he's like, it doesn't really matter whether you were going to catch me or not because mm-hmm. you were supposed to catch me. That was part of my plan.
0: And Brad Pitt, like, let's say Kevin, the, the John Doe character, was like, you know what, I'm going to shut this down right now. Instead of going to the precinct, I'm just going to go to a, another city they never would have ever solved no. that case. Which is,
1: mm-hmm. as you know, probably the, yeah. the, another serial killer thing, how many unsolved serial killer oh, cases insane. are.
2: So yeah. disturbing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Or incorrectly work. solved.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because they need to put, put it on someone. Exactly. Yep. But I think if Morgan or Brad wanted to be serial killers, they could have just done the same thing. And if, if you switched roles, mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey had to solve the crime, he would be at a, a disadvantage too. I think you just always have the upper hand if you're the serial killer. Yeah,
1: because you can't imagine Uh, that that there's any person who would ever, like, like, as we said, how do you get into the mind of someone who is mm -hmm. doing a thing that no human being should ever actually do? How do you ever track what that person is or what they're going to do next?
3: Yeah.
0: So do you guys think the John Doe character is actually smart or do you think he's just a common killer?
1: I think he's of average intelligence. I think he's read a lot of books. I think that he's a guy who has read enough that he has tricked himself into believing that someone who reads a lot must also be. Do you think he has a high retention rate for what he reads, or (laughs) afterwards he's like, "Oh, I know five percent." I think he. I think he (laughs) might have read like Paradise Lost and was like, "Yeah, the seven deadly sins. This is exactly right." Uh, Like it's almost like he glommed onto like a singular thing and it's going to become the uh, the most important thing
3: in my life.
2: What did the library records show? How many times did he have to take (laughs) it
4: again?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like thirteen times. Uh. God. A
3: bunch of Where's Waldo's?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, what else was on that list? That would have been really funny. I
2: All think
1: right. Dave
3: Barry books.
2: I think he was incredibly intelligent, but mainly just sadistic. He was mm-hmm. an incredibly motivated killer.
3: Yeah. yeah. Who do you think's smarter? Uh, Brad, Morgan Freeman, or uh, Kevin Spacey? Like, if you had to rate their intelligence in order
2: intelligence based on what though like in what area
3: standard IQ just test <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, reading comprehension yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> like not emotional intelligence just right standard IQ
2: I don't know I feel like Somerset might prevail yeah he's a he's a clever clever chap
0: I would go Somerset John Doe Brad Pitt yeah right. that's my I rank so. mm-hmm.
3: Brad Pitt is not a very smart guy what you're right he gets there with time he just needs yeah. experience on his side <laughs>
1: he's
0: not getting there now though I, I don't no, think, I think his life on the force is gonna continue you don't think they're
3: going. How do you come back from that? Well, I think it's very understandable. It's. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. I don't think No, he's no, no. I mean, reading. for him, I think you would get out of that line of work. Right. But I still think you can read books and increase your IQ. <laughs> so you're
2: saying. <laughs>
1: so you, hold on. You're
3: arguing. This that is just about, about IQ. IQ. Character, well, what do yeah. his
2: yeah. library records show? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the perfect spiral. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. What do you All think right. happened to that character after? I thought about oh, that. Oh, That's a good
0: question. I've been thinking about that. I, I, think, I, just think, I think that Morgan Freeman visits him from time to time. Yeah. Back in the he small town he lives to in. He moves back to his small town for sure. Just ruined. You know, he probably ruined. works in a, like a like a, like a hardware store. We'll
3: mm-hmm. have to wait for eight. <laughs> That's we'll find That's out. Um, he's got to bring him back for one more kid. He, he did eight years in prison, and then we uh, f- see what happens. No, he doesn't go sense. to no, he doesn't go to prison. They even say old, nah. Pitt, He, he yeah. gets at least eight months. No, he he's not. So a, a guy.
1: The sergeant at the end, and he was like, make sure no, we, they're like, no, 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 no. Maybe he's
2: got good. eight kids though.
3: Yeah. Make with eight different
1: women.
2: Eight different women. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: this very good
1: looking. coming together. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm not going to include this in the pod, in, in the recording because we got to we got to write this stuff <laughs> down. Yeah,
0: exactly. We don't want people stealing this idea for eight guys. It is that time. We, this has been a long one. This has been good. We've gone yeah. deep on. Uh, really? On uh, seven here. Seven, how, what do we think of the stylized, like actual number as the V, like seven, S E seven? Perfect
1: example v. of a movie that thinks it's smarter than it actually is. <laughs> <Yes. All right.
0: laughs> Save it for your verdict, brother. Uh, we will start with our guest, Kellith Cuthbert. Are you keeping this on the pedestal? Or are you knocking it off? Why uh, in, in either case?
2: I'm keeping it. I mean, yeah, I agree there's a lot of police procedurals these days, but I think this one stands out. And I think it is still obvious to see what stands out and what doesn't in that genre. I think it's clever, sometimes too clever for its own good, but overall, a solid movie.
1: I'm taking it off. Wow. Ooh. You didn't even wait for us to whoa. ask who's going no, next? I love it. Jump I just, right in there. I, uh, It's a good, well-made police procedural movie with lots of crazy shit in it that not a pedestal movie, does it make? Like, it just, it's, it's, it, there's so many, there's so many issues with it, so many plot holes with it, so many character problems with it. And in the end, it is just kind of just another police procedural, a, a, a good pulpy detective movie, but not good enough.
3: Well, who did it better recently or uh, name it a movie? That's
1: I mean, Mindhunter does everything that Seven does, but significantly better.
2: I do agree with that.
1: Getting into if the point of if if it is a meditative mind not a film. It's a. It is David Fincher doing. I think it is a. I think it's almost the perfect avenue for Fincher. It's a different
3: form. Let me rate. Okay, another film.
1: Yeah that does it better recently? They don't ever. make movies like Ever. Insomnia is significantly They
0: don't better. make movies like this anymore. They don't make movies yeah. because, because
1: the network sort of took the genre and killed. That's the problem. They, they, mm-hmm. I, I would love someone to, to try, but I mean, Insomnia is significantly better. Significantly better. Robin Williams
3: uh, as, as that kind of character, way better. So well done.
0: So one on, one off.
3: Shaney? Uh, this is in a rare case of a movie that I'm going to keep on the pedestal that I will never watch again.
2: <laughs> Was it the dick?
3: Well, th- I will watch one scene again. <laughs> <laughs> you missed it. Because I missed it the first time.
2: I'll send you a screenshot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you have one? <laughs> That's your screensaver on her yeah. phone? <laughs> right now. I'll, I'll send you one. There it Back is. Back in my notes yeah. here. Got it. I, I dropped it to you. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, man, uh, I think this film, uh, watching it again, I probably have not seen it since that, that tour, uh, more than a decade ago. And I, um, I thought this movie moved, it moved quick. We were right into the crime. Uh, I was already interested in the sort of interplay between Somerset and Mills. Uh, I was fascinated by the Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, sort of relationship with Mills and then how that pertained to Somerset. Um, and ultimately, uh, I think this ending is still incredibly unique and shocking, even though it is decades later, uh, even with all the police procedurals, I don't think anything is this sort of like um, tragic or Shakespearean. Um, and I think it's it, it'd be shocking to anybody that saw it today. Uh, and even watching it again, knowing it's coming, you're kind of like, "Wow, this is unfolding in a way. This is still such a such a, a remarkable um, um, story to tell and a way to end it uh, that I think is unconventional." For that reason, I'm keeping it on the pedestal.
3: The ending's a masterpiece. I will say that. Do you think being married makes the ending? Better. Oh,
1: interesting. Like, if I'm like 15 watching this movie, like, it doesn't register as much, but now...
0: It hit more, the fact that she was pregnant and that he took, he took that, that away from yep. Brad Pitt.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's the worst way to find out your wife's pregnant, too. <laughs> 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 like, we can all agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: Kelleth, thank you so much for coming on the pedestal. Thanks for
2: having me. Uh, you. you were amazing
0: and uh, continued success. And when are you living back for LA?
2: Thank you. I'm back... This week. End of this week. Damn. Yeah.
0: Well, when you come Roll back it's again. It's a short-lived one. <laughs> we'll pick another uh, film.
2: Love it. Okay. Love it. American Beauty.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: I'm telling you. Wow. <laughs> it's worth talking about.
3: Shady <laughs> boy. All right. Well, I guess it's time to close the yellow notepad on that. He doesn't have a book. It's a yellow notepad. I mean, no one would know.